If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Recorded live. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. And thank you for joining me today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Sunday, January 31st, 2016, and I am your host, Renata. Today is one of those things that, one of those days, I should say, that happens once every 10 years, I believe. And that is January 31st. Is that considered leap year, you guys? I don't remember. But I know that January 31st only comes around once every so often. So any babies that are born today don't have a birthday for 10 more years. (laughs) I actually know someone who was born on January 31st, and he uh, always celebrated his birthday on January 30th. So that's kind of different. So today is a special day. And I hope you all are well. Hope you guys are doing good. Hope you had a uh, a good week last week. Hope your week to come is even better. Okay, so let's start with the scripture, which is what we do. I have several scriptures actually um, on my mind today, but I will I will do the, I will start with this one. Second uh, Timothy chapter three verses twelve through fourteen. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. In other words, if you're trying to live a Christian life, you're trying to follow the scriptures. You're trying to um, allow the Lord to be at the head of your life. You're trying to do the right thing. You are going to suffer persecution. And I'll tell you, from the targeted individuals that I have met, most of them, I'm going to say most of them, seem to be really good, genuine people. They want to do the right thing. They want to live right. So this persecution, there's another scripture that says, think it not strange. We shouldn't think it's strange that this is happening to us. It's going to happen because people see the good in you. Now, you would think that the good is what people would want to see, but not so in this wicked world that we live in. The good people are the ones who suffer the most. But, verse 14 says, continue in the things which you have learned and have have been assured, knowing whom you have learned them. Along this journey that we have been forced to go on, (laughs) and I'll say forced to go on, we have learned, we should have learned some things along the way, some things that will equip us 
for more things to come. Because although this seems like the worst thing that has happened in our lives, if we go by the scriptures, which I do believe them, then worse times are even to come. So we have been equipped through this journey and other journeys that we have been on, even outside of targeting, um, with everything we need to survive and everything we need to gain wisdom and to make us better people, stronger people, more wiser people. So continue. Continue fighting this good fight of faith. Amen? Amen. You can read more of that, Second Timothy 3 and 12. Now, this scripture here popped in my spirit this morning, so I want to give this one to you guys. I have a couple of scriptures for the day. This one is uh, Psalm 150, verse 6. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. And it's just a small, short scripture. But it's really important for us to give praises to the Lord. And we can do that in multiple ways. The scripture before this one says if we can praise them with cymbals and harps and dance, of course you can pray. We have to praise the Lord. Read our word, sing praise songs, which is one of my favorite things to do. My mother used to say that the birds, when the birds chirp, they're praising the Lord. The Lord. She said that the um, the tree branches, they're in the upward position because they're praising the Lord. She said the butterflies. She, she, she used to tell us everything in this universe was praising the Lord. So I remember that, and I hold that dear to my heart. So if, if those things can praise the Lord, we definitely should praise the Lord. There is something to be thankful for. Our minds will go towards the negative, but there are things to be thankful for, and even the negative things. We should be thankful for those because the Bible says the good and the bad work together for our good. And I tell you, it can. It can. If you work this right, it'll make you stronger. It'll work It'll work for your good. Amen? Amen. All right, a few announcements here. Be sure to read your words, you guys, because that's our spiritual food. That's our spiritual food. We have to build that that inner man up. Um, uh, most of the the chapters in the Bible they're not very long, so you know try to read a chapter a day. You know, go to YouTube, look up some some ministers that agree with your spirit. Turn on the television, and 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 there's some um, some ministries on the television. You know, on the radio. However, you get it. Um, you know, just make sure you get some words. Because in, in, in everything that's happening, we need some spiritual food. We need to be built up from the inside out. We can we can decorate the outside. We can look good. We can talk a good talk and walk a good walk, but we have to live right. And we have to we have to have some ammunition, some spiritual ammunition to fight this spiritual warfare that we're going through. Okay? All right. So I want to welcome anyone who is new to this call, Um, and I want to apologize for last week for the visitors who may have come. We were, we are in this community going through a serious transition, 
um, that many of you already know about where there are two groups of people, maybe even more than two, um, claiming to be freedom from covert harassment and surveillance, which is the organization that is supposedly, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Um, representing the targeted individual community. So there's a lot of uproar going on, and, and so I apologize to anyone who is new or maybe not new who came to this call last week who did not quite get what you came for, which, you know, would be some encouragement, and um, us coming together to support one another and so on and so forth. That didn't happen last week and maybe even the week before because of all this commotion that's going on. So I apologize. Um, We're going to try to get things back on track, okay? The purpose of this call is to share information, to attempt to be a supportive environment for the victims of this crime, Uh, to try to share information and ideas, uh, to learn learn different ways to move forward, you know, in spite of the persecution that we're going through. Okay, so that's the main purpose. Um, It does not matter to me which faith you are or if you're a non-faith. It doesn't matter. But one thing you should, well, I'm correct, anything short of a Satanist, okay, I have an issue with Satanists. But, however, Anything short of a Satan is you do not have to be of a particular religion or faith to come to this call. But with that being said, just know when you come here, you will hear the Lord being lifted up because my faith is Christian, um, and I talk to Christian talk on this call and outside of this call. And I just refuse to talk five hours about things of darkness and not lift up the Lord when I know what he has done for me. Because if it had not been for him, I wouldn't be here. And that's the truth. Um, And so you will hear the Lord lifted up. It does not mean you have to, you know, I'm not trying to force my um, spiritual beliefs and my religion off on anyone. It's just who I am. And that's the truth. Okay, so I hope that anyone who comes here leaves feeling better than they did when they got here. You know, and it's about all of us sharing information. Uh, We have been censored in this world. We have been blacklisted. We have been tossed out of society. You know, we have lost just about everything. So when you come here, I I really um, hope that people can feel good, you know, really feel good. And you do have a voice here. Everybody who comes here is welcome to speak as long as what you say is respectful um, you're not coming against anyone. You're not trying to put anyone down. You you can speak, no problem. Okay. Now, because this call has grown, and I thank God for each and every one of you, because the call has grown, so we cannot give as much time to one person as we used to be able to do, because that would take the entire five hours that we're here. So I would say maybe one to two minutes, and I will have to stop you because there are a lot of people that want to speak. So if you could just get, you know, get to your point, um, you can pretty much say whatever you want. There are some people who expose uh, their perpetrators when they come to this call. There are some people that just want to let us know how their week was, uh, their previous week. Uh, There are people who have issues that they'd like to see if anyone can help them with. 
it's, it's your one or two minutes. You do what you want with it, okay? But you do have a voice here. You will not be censored. Uh, let's see. What else here? A couple of ministries that people who have come to this call have mentioned that they are fond of that you can find on YouTube, and I will put the link uh, the links to these uh, ministries in the chat room. But for those of you who are not in the chat room, if you want to jot these down, one is called Three Hearts Church. The female um, pastor, she's she's very good. She talks New World Order stuff. She brings it into the biblical realm, um, end time prophecy. She does know about the targeted individual community, and it is called Three Hearts Church. You can find that on YouTube. There is another one called Destined, D-E-S-T-I-N-E-D, Ministries. And Hart told us about that one. You can find them on YouTube. Dr. Charles Stanley, who is one of my favorites because he's very practical and old school, and he talks slow for me <laughs> because I can't keep up when they talk real fast. He's a Bible thumper, which I love. I feel that when uh, someone is ministering, they should not be the only ones with a Bible. I think everybody in the church should be opening the Bible because I don't know what you're telling me and if I'm not reading it for myself. That's my own personal opinion. And he has everybody, you know, turn to chapter and verse, and I, I like that. I really like that about him. All right. So those are some suggestions if you are, you know, looking for a particular kind of ministry. There's another one I like. I'll give it to you guys next week. He's a real prayer warrior. Um, so, you know, and let's just pray for one another. We really need to because this, this there's a lot going on in this community right now, and, and the Lord put in my spirit that the victims are suffering with all this transition going on and all this negativity. So we don't want anyone to be lost in the shuffle, Okay. All right, what else did I want to tell you guys? Okay, I went to my local city council this past Thursday to the Citizens Police Review Board meeting. They give you one minute to speak in open forum, and basically I pretty much said what I always say, um, you know, about the targeting victims in this city and the role of police officers. Um, and I just asked them if they could, you know, just hold the, the rogue elements in the police department. And I don't think that they're all rogue, but I know that there are some because, because of the way they harassed me. And I just really just charged them to hold them more accountable this year, really, because I told them that innocent people are suffering at the hands of these people. And, you know, I totally understand that this is a program. I, I get it, but it's still not going to stop me from speaking up about it. So I did that, and they had their little handler lady following me around City Hall. Um, anyway, <laughs> it is what it is with that. You know, we, we're going to go through that. That's all to discourage you. I, I don't let things like that discourage me anymore. Um, okay. And on from there, I'm just trying to get to all the announcements, you guys. Ken, Ken Rhodes, oh, my goodness, tragedy happened. You guys know Ken Rhodes has been up in Oregon. Ken Rhodes comes to this call. He's a pioneer in this community. He does an awful lot um, behind the scenes and in front. Uh, he's definitely on the front lines right now. 
He's up in Oregon. He's on uh, somewhere in the area of the Bundy Ranch. I don't know if he's on the Bundy Ranch. Uh, for those of you who know that story uh, or who don't know that story, there's a, a ranching community or a community of ranchers, however you say it, up in the Oregon area. And the government has been seizing their land. Now, think back a couple months ago, we talked about Agenda 21 on this call and how the government is taking over people's land and it's all part of this big plan to kind of enslave us all. So that's what's happening in Oregon. They are, and these ranchers apparently have many acres, like as far as the eye can see. And there are several different families uh, from what I'm gathering up there that has uh, all this land. And so the government has been doing, uh, like burning their land, like literally burning their property and things like that. So they're starting to take a stand against it. And um, so a whole militia has gone up to Oregon, and they've been there over a month now. At one point, they had taken over a federal building. I think that's over. Well, last week, one of the militia people who Ken is up there with, he was killed. He was killed, um, I believe, by the FBI. It was all over the news, so you guys probably already know this. Um, Pete Santelli, radio, talk show radio host, who's up there with Ken, um, he was arrested. He's still in jail, to my knowledge, unless he got out over the last couple days. Um, I talked to Ken on Wednesday. Um, and he was doing good. He sounds he sounds tired. Um, you know, they're doing a lot. He's, of course, sad about the person that was killed there. And, of course, he's sad about uh, the fact that Peace and Telly has been arrested and some others, quite a few others. The last thing, I, and I have not talked to Ken since last Wednesday, but I, I received an email from him, and it really wasn't to me. It was like a general email that he sent to multiple people, and I was just on the email. Um, so that tells me that, you know, he, he it seems that he's okay. He, um, I, I saw in the news that they said that there were four people that were still holding out and that the guy who kind of, um, who this, kind of all started over his land, Bundy, I forget his first name, I think the father, because the son was just arrested last week, um, he's calling for the remaining remaining four, I believe they said it was four, to just surrender and go home, just to end the whole thing. But there are four people, according to the newspaper, that are still holding out. And I'm thinking Ken might be one of those four, but I don't know. So don't quote me on that, I don't know. I'm praying that Kim went home and that he will be safe. But I did read in the paper that the remaining four people don't have any warrants or anything like that, so I don't think there is a plan to arrest them. So let's just, you know, lift him up in prayer and all of the other people involved and pray that the people that were arrested will be released because those people were there um, standing up for all of our rights. And no, we may not have ranches, we may not have land, but they were still standing up for us because they were standing up for the Constitution and for humanity. So it, it, we may think like, you know, that has nothing to do with targeting, but it does because they're trying to enslave all of us. That's what people have to understand. And sometimes we kind of have to get out of this uh, this get off of this TI island 
because there's a whole lot more going on out there that really does affect us. And one of the ways to see that is to go to your local city hall meetings or um, turn them on on television because the some of the city hall, um, local city halls come on cable channels, at least it does here. So try to tune into that, and you will, you will be surprised at how many subject matters they talk about that directly affect you and your family. There's a lot of things going on besides this direct targeting that we're, we're, we're experiencing. So I, I would like for you guys to just kind of get in tune to that a little bit because there are people out there fighting for us, fighting for you and fighting for I, you know, fighting for all of us. And so um, we just pray for Ken because Ken is a, a, a wonderful person. He's a wonderful guy, and he cares. He really does. He cares. And he, he had, the last time I talked to him, he, he told me, you know, some of the things that was going on up there, and he told me how much he loved the TI community and how the TI community would always be his first priority and how he had been talking to some of those militia people about what's going on with us. And he said that the guy that got killed had vowed that he was going to help us. But now he's gone. Now he's gone. So, you know, we pray for that guy's family, and we just pray for everybody involved. You know, there's just a whole lot going on, a whole lot going on. I hope he's okay. I'll try to call him later on. Okay, if, oh, let me make another very important announcement. I have resigned the board, and I do apologize for anyone that that might disappoint. However, in my own defense, I did say when I joined that I would try to stick it out because I sort of reluctantly joined in the first place. If you guys remember, I said that. Um, I had committed to, I think it was three months, three or four months, but I said I would try. I would try. Um, and, and it didn't work out. It did not work out for me. I have had a really difficult past two weeks. It has been really, really hard. And I have to weigh it and say that it's just not going to work for me. Um, because when things start affecting my family, I take that serious. And when it starts affecting me the way that it that it had, um, that that very much bothered me. What Shelley did last week, when she would not let anyone speak, and I was one of the few that she let speak a little bit. Um, but it bothered me. It bothered me for the community to be treated that way, and some other things bothered me as well. So I thought it would be best for me to uh, to just step down, to just step down. The purpose has been astronomical. It has been, I can't even describe how hard the targeting got in those couple of weeks. And I know that that was to discourage me, and normally I don't run from the increase in targeting. I really don't because I know that it comes with the territory. But this just got to be a little bit too much. And um, 
some people really showed themselves to me. And as I always say, when you know, when a person shows themselves, I believe it. And I, I usually give people the benefit of the doubt. So when I think that someone is doing some perp tactics on me, I just kind of sit back and I just, you know, I, I let it happen a couple times until I can confirm. And I do my own little test to just kind of see. And I, um, there have been a lot of people in this community that have really been targeting me, really. And even people on this call. So I'm just uh, at the point now where I know I need to take a step back. I need to do what I know that I'm supposed to be doing, which is these calls and other things. And I I did uh, pray on that situation before I accepted the board position, but I didn't wait to hear God's answer. So that was my thought. That's not what I was supposed to be doing at this time in my life. So that's one of the reasons that didn't work out. But let me just read you guys um, this little Bible story, okay? It's quick, but there's a point to all of this. Okay, this is a story about ten virgins, okay? And this comes from Matthew 25. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps, and went forth to meet the bridegroom, bridegroom being Jesus. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegrooms tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom's cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us your oil, for our lamps have gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they were ready, and went in to him and to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterwards came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Okay. So here's the long and the short of that story. There were 10 virgins who went on this journey to meet the Lord. Five of them, they all had their little lamps with them, their oil lamps. Five of them brought their oil, brought extra oil. The other five did not. So when the five foolish who did not, when their lamps went out, they wanted some oil from the ones who had the extra oil. The, extra, the, the, the people who had the extra oil said, no, we need this for ourselves. Because if we give you our oil, then our lights go out, that's it. So when the Lord came and it was time for the ceremony, the foolish, the five foolish had to run back in town to get some more oil. By the time they got there, it was too late, it was over. Okay, the bottom line is we are the lamps, okay? You can't give your 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 oil is your energy. 
You cannot give all of your energy away because people will suck you dry. They will take your oil and theirs. So we have to be wise, okay? And we have to, I mean, a car with no oil will not work. You have to take care of yourself, and that's where I am. My energy was expended (laughs) within those last two weeks. The purpose was real, okay? It was serious. Can't give it all away. And we have to keep filling our oil and filling our tanks with the word of God, with prayer, with meditation, with positive affirmations, with positive energy around us. Okay, iron sharpens iron. So you want to be around people that are where you're trying to go, not people that's going to pull you down, not people that's going to suck you dry, not people who you constantly try to help and they still tell you nothing will work. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I have to keep the little bit of oil I have left for me and for my family and for the people who call me, who seriously want or need someone to talk to or some encouragement, not for the people you keep spending your oil on over and over and over and over. I can't do it anymore. And for those of you who have been purping me and you know who you are, you will call and you will find out that your number has been blocked because I don't have time for it. I don't. And 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 I have been going to a place. That's how I know my oil is it was almost gone because I have been going to a place that didn't feel good for me. When I start getting very straightforward and very blunt, that's not good because the Lord already delivered me from that. I used to have a mouth, a really not so nice mouth. And you know, we can all go there sometimes. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But I don't like that. I don't like that me. That's not, you know, these people have torn me down, and the Lord over the years has been trying to build me up to the person that he wants me to be, and that's comfortable for me. I'm not going back to that place. I'm not going to allow anyone to take me to that place. So for all of you who are pretending to be victims, and you're really perps or you're double agents or, unfortunately, there really are people in this community who really are targeted but target other people, and that's not okay. So I'm not going to allow you to do that to me. So you will either give voice. If you give voicemail, I'm still trying to work with you, okay? But if the phone just rings, 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 that means you have been blocked and you will remain blocked because I'm not playing, okay? I'm not one of those people that really – uh, play. I'm kind of like a serious person, so I don't have time. I want to. I want. I'm going to do what I know I'm being called to do, and that is to help those who God sends me to help. So if I have to go through 50 perps to get to that one true victim, then I guess that's what I'll have to do. But I will just be blocking people because I don't have time to play games. I'm too old for it. I don't have time. So you can go purp someone else with your kindergarten, first grade games because I don't I don't have time for it. So they've really been attacking my phone, and I've heard people say that before, but I never had that, but all of a sudden I do 
where I'm talking to people and the phone hangs up or they're hanging up on me or they're saying, oh, it's a dial tone. All of this, mm-mm, I'm not having it. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I'm not having it. And for those who there's nothing in this world you can do to help them and they just want to drain you of your energy and you talk to them day after day and you try everything humanly possible to help them, but they just, it's not going to work. I tried that. That's not going to work. I'm, I'm going to pray for you. That's all I can do because I'm a victim too. I don't have all the resources that people need, you know, but I sincerely try. But I have to keep it moving because it's starting to affect my family and me <laughs> and my, you know, my energy. And I'm trying my best to stay in a positive place in the midst of everything that I go through. So there it is. All right. Okay, D in the chat room says, I totally agree with Renata. I've had my cell phone attack constantly here in New York City. It's always after I get up with the, it's always after I get up with a couple of TIs on here as well. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I know I know who who most of these people are who've been trying to hurt me lately, and these are people that's on this call. You know, but it's okay. Because they know who they are, but I will tell you what, uh, most of them uh, profess to be Christians, but you cannot serve two gods. Either you're going to love one and hate the other. There's no hot and cold. So you think you're playing a game, but you're not, because you're going to allow these people to send you to hell. And this is serious. This is serious. I don't play with my salvation. Okay, if you are new to this call, please start eight so you can speak first. You guys get about a minute. Um, because the other thing is that we have not, because of all this drama in the community, we've not really been getting to any subjects, and there are people who really um, would like to hear some substance. And so we're going to get to a topic today, and that topic is going to be um, because one person texted me and said that she is new to this community. She does not know a lot of these terms, a lot of the things that we're talking about. And I remember what that was like when people would say V2K and, you know, all that. I didn't know what any of that stuff was. So we're going to kind of just go back to basics today just for the sake of some new people because we cannot assume that everybody knows, you know, about all of this stuff or knows what we know. And so we're going to go back to basics for some of the people who need that, okay? So I'm going to just define a few things, and you guys can definitely chime in on that. Okay, let me see. D in the chat room says, Renata, I've always wanted to call you more, but haven't because we go through this. I know you need your oil. We all need our oil and have good hearts. That's right. We need our oil. And you know what? You have to get an oil change every so often too, right? So I've been working on feeding my spirit, man. I have to get built back up. And that's another thing. You have to learn how to build yourself back up. Have to. All right, start eight if you are new. Please start eight. Hi, Renata. Hello, how are you? Good. This is Rick from PA. And Hi, Rick. I must say, you're one of the most realistic people I have ever listened to. Thank you so much. Because, Thank you. I give that credit to God. Everything mm-hmm. you're saying is the truth. 
Thank you. And I wanted to ask you, when you were talking about leap year, did you mean February 29th instead of January 31st? No, and that's why I didn't say it with confidence because I wasn't sure. <laughs> all okay. I know, all I know is that January 31st comes around every, once every what 10 years, right? No, no, no. It's February 29th. Okay, but January 31st doesn't come every year. Yes it, it? Do, yes it does. Oh, Lord, forget everything I said, everybody. <laughs> I don't know the calendar right. Oh, January, oh, oh, Lord, okay, I'm sorry. Thank you, Rick, for the correction. That's okay. We're here to help each other. <laughs> okay, you guys remind me February 29th, okay, to to say to mention leap year at the right time. Okay, got a whole month to go. Thank you for the correction. Now, I read an article today on MSN that says a judge rules FBI unlawfully refused to comply with Freedom of Information Act requests. And an MIT student actually took the FBI to court and he won because they wouldn't, you know, they weren't honest about the um, the FOIA request and following them up and, you know, giving out the information. So that makes me wonder, with this Harden-Walker thing, I know the TIs have a lot of hope and they, they're trying to get, make something positive happen with this, but if the FBI can't be trusted, I wonder why they met with the TIs and what they're up to. I am not sure, and if anyone went to that meeting, please let us know how it went. I heard that it went pretty well, and there's a follow-up meeting, but I don't know all the details. So if anyone knows the details, please let us know. Uh, Rick, are you new to this call? Uh, I've sent you a couple of emails. I talked to you last week, and I think the week before that. Oh, okay. I know you got a lot of people talking to you, and you can't remember everybody. I do. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. No problem. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. Thank you so much. Oh, and I'm disappointed that you quit the board, but I know you got to do what's best for you. I do. I have to. I have to take care of me because that was a rough two weeks. That was that was rough. Okay, <laughs> and I'm sure we understand that too. Yeah. Thank you for understanding. Okay. All righty. Put you on hold. Thank you. I apologize if you guys are disappointed. Hi, Keith. Hi, Renata. How you doing? I, I wasn't expecting uh, to be unmuted. I thought you would uh, be taking some uh, calls from some of the new people. So I had to kind of jump to put my headphones on, so I apologize for that. Okay. That's but, on uh, your well, you know... Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on, and of course, uh, you know, I'm glad that, um, you know, the emphasis uh, for you is to take care of the TIs and be here as a, uh, you know, as a calming uh, a calming sea. And, um, you know, one thing you mentioned about uh, Ken Rhodes, you know, and I am concerned about Ken. Uh, you know, being out there in, the, in this other environment, 
Now, I don't know if anybody else agrees with me uh, on this or not, but, you know, a lot of these events that are going on uh, around the country that have, you know, strong political implications and and what have you, we we have to understand, or in my opinion, I believe we have to understand that there are elements within these um, these events that are working for the other side. And one of the very dangerous things that happens in a lot of these events is the occult uh, and where a human sacrifice is offered, okay? And I'm not mentioning any words, okay? And I think some of you will recognize, but, you know, my concern is, is for Ken's safety. And, you know, if Ken hears this message, and I, I, do, I do intend to talk to Ken, but I'd like I want to I'd, I'd like to ask Ken to come back and join, you know, with us, you know, on a more consistent and regular basis, and let let them. I mean, I'm not. He can do. He's obviously a grown man. He can do what he wants to do. But these people, I'm telling you, they offer up people for human sacrifices in these in these in these events, and we, and we can really use Ken right now within the community, uh, you know, to kind of help us get things sorted out with FFCHS and what have you. And that's really all I have to say, Renata. Thank you. Thank you. I do believe that Ken is still serving the community. I know that the few weeks that I was on the board, he was still coming to the board meetings. So I know he's still doing his part there. And I just want to say for myself, I will not stop serving the community. Just because I'm not on the board, I'm still going to do what I do, you know, and wherever the Lord sends me, that's where I'll go. So I'm I'm not going to stop, you know, doing what I do. All righty. James? He might be away from, this, from his phone. I'll put you back on hold. Coming down the line. Oh, and you know what? I I have a question for the day, you guys. I always forget to mention that. The question for the day is, who are you at the very core of you? Not who the targeting has made you. Not who you were before the targeting. Who are you? Who are you? What kind of person are you? at the core of everything, and please don't mention targeting because we want to know who you are, not what the mind control has made you. Okay? That's the question of the day. Hi, James. Hello, Renata. How are you? How are you? How are you doing? Um, I'm doing okay. I um, There has been some really rotten days. I heard you talking about yours. Yeah, I've had those, and I... I agree with the the phone thing. My phone is always hacked, and they turn the volume down so that it's hard to it. Everything is hard to use. The, they turn the volume down so that I at maximum volume, I can just hear it like normal, and I can't turn it up. And they'll turn the ringer off, turn it on uh, vibrate, or you know, it's always something that screws it up, so I can't use it. They're always having me charge it. They can run the battery down in a matter of actually minutes, but it 
they take about, uh, I, I suppose I would have about an hour's use of my phone or maybe a little longer. But some people can use theirs for days, and uh, I can only use mine for about an hour. So I've always got it in the charger. And what I've noticed now is that um, when they do that, run it down that fast, I'll just take and put it, a, I'll put it away and not use it for a while, and I make it clear to them that I'm not going to use it if it's going to be like that. Then they'll allow it to be, you know, take longer. Isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah. I've heard, you know, for years people talking about, you know, how their electronics get tampered with. I had that issue a little bit in the beginning, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it kind of went away. Now it has come back full force. But mine mainly is if people actually perpetrating on me, you know, like I'll answer the phone, hello, 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 you know, like they can't hear me, and then the phone will, will, will drop off, and, you know, do mm-hmm. kindergarten, first grade stuff. I know. Well, you know, I've I've come to realize that there's – I'd like to read this. Can I read just a short thing? I wrote it yeah. this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read it in my article because of the things I, I realized. Um, it's called um, – Things I noticed about the people who are my handlers, torturers and handlers. And it goes, um, it's my opinion now that the reason target individuals find it so difficult to get people to listen to what they have to say about targeting is because many people are, are in on the deception. There is an army of insiders, and they live in every town and every walk of life. They are your friends and neighbors. They interact with normal people to interfere in and spy on their lives, and they are your neighbors. It is a career which they either do it full-time or in conjunction with another job. This is tr- uh, transgenerational in nature and covert. This is why some TIs say their family is involved. They are able to see that because of the closeness of the family, and it makes it apparent, but they can't. they don't notice it in probably most others. I can't prove anything, um, but I first realized I was being interfered with after I graduated to high school in 1970. I abruptly began getting severe sinus headaches almost every day. Before then, I never had headaches. My mother also had severe headaches, and then the headaches stopped for her right after they began for me, it seemed like. Now I know that the psychotronic weapons used to track TIs were in existence until uh, since the early 70s and possibly before. That means that people could be tracked anywhere and the people doing the tracking could see what they, what they see and hear what they hear. In case you have not realized it, this gave them a distinct and significant advantage which could be used for financial gain. They want to continue going to the bank and these and they use people like pawns. I traded stock and stock index index futures um, like the S&P 500 for my own account for four years in the 90s. Yeah, in the 90s. People don't, people doing this type of work are under major surveillance and control due to the large gains and losses which were typical. In my case, the powers that be did not want me getting rich and were doing things in my computer and behind the scenes to make that happen in real time. I realized that then that 
I was never alone and free of influence and manipulation. I know now that I can't trade in, uh, index features anymore because they would just screw it up again. I realize now that the people, um, these people move in and around, the, these people move in and around me and were here all the time. Now they are, um, now they have directed energy weapons and they can be pointed out with a directional meter, which I, I wrote an article on and I put the article in my, um, uh, well, it's on my blog and you can read it if you want. Um, so, okay, that's about all. And um, I just wanted to say that because it's it's different than what I used to think. These people were just hired recently since, I don't know, I don't know, you know, I, I thought they were just hired to do this targeting. But actually, I think they're hired to interfere with our lives like little spies. And, and this is their, some of them's only job. And other others are like, you know, post office employees or, um, uh, you know, uh, utility workers. And they have they have two jobs. They have the, their day job and they have their spy job. That's what I'm thinking. You're right, too. I sympathize with right. those. Uh, with anyone who gets the severe headaches, like you mentioned, I used to get them and they're horrible. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that happened all of a sudden for me. It never happened before, then all of a sudden, every day. And then just as quickly, it went away. Wow. Okay, thank you, James. Say hi to Donna for us. Okay. Okay, thank you. I'm going to turn home. Okay. I am going to unmute my friend here. Hi, Jay. How are you? There. I start eight when you come back to the phone. Okay, I'm gonna unmute Oregon next. And then East Virginia. Hello. Hi, am I am I on the conference call? You are. Hello. Hi. Hi, Renata. How are you? Um, anyway, um, this is the second time I'm on your call, and uh, I really appreciate it. Um, it uh, it's very uplifting, and it's very supportive. And um, I've, I've come to realize uh, that, that this targeting is uh, is ongoing, and it keeps on going and going and going. It's going on 12 years for me, and, um, and uh, I've reached pretty much what I think is the climax of it. Uh, about a year or so ago, I've been getting all the uh, the tectronics done to me, and uh, that's how I reached out um, uh, to FFCHS uh, as a result of that. Because that was like uh, that was like the, the, the precipice of hell for me. Um, and uh, I just want I just want to say something positive. I want to say that um, um, it, it's you know everyone's heard it again. It's become a cliche. It's it's a, it's a fight between uh, um, good and evil. And uh, it keeps me on my toes. It keeps me actually sometimes higher than the ground uh, to have to have to be higher than this this evil, uh, having to reach to, to reach to be higher than the evil, so I can stay uh, functioning. And uh, and um, I have to say that that 
and being I know that you know that all this evil is being perpetrated, um, I keep myself in a higher state of mind, um, so I can um, I can fight against it. Um, because if I because before I knew that I had no privacy, that all my thoughts were being read, and everything I did was was you know was documented on some supercomputer, I just went about my life, and I. And I got sad, and I got depressed sometimes, and I was happy sometimes, and, and I was frustrated sometimes. And now I don't allow myself to have that space anymore. Now I'm kind of, I don't know if it's being, if it's being hard on myself, but I like to keep myself uplifted so that um, I feel more joy and happiness and contentment. So that this this evil doesn't doesn't really bother me. I'm just I don't, don't want it to bother me because all of this is evil. It's not it, you know it's not a human to human relationship. It's uh, I don't even consider these perps women. I call them monsters, monster cockroaches. That's what I call them. I don't consider so I, I don't don't have to forgive them because they're not human to me. Now I'm not saying that you know to other other TIs you know that. You know, there's wrong if you consider the meaning and you forgive them and you pray for them. That's totally cool. But for me, I don't consider them meaning. Like, I really consider them monsters. So I don't have to be concerned with forgiving them or anything. I just wish them very bad. And that's how I deal with this. And this is the lie. This is, and this is what works for me. Because I, I, ha- I can... I, 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 I can forgive human beings, but I can't forgive monsters, Renata. I just... Can't forgive monsters. This is this is this is very, this is extremely evil. This is really this is the epitome of any kind of evil ever. So yes, I, I, it I, is. And, and tell me you your know, name, please. Tell me your name. It's Amy. Oh, Amy. Okay. All right, Amy. If you don't mind, I'll put you on hold. There are a bunch of other people that would like to speak. Okay. Okay. Thank and, you. And you you will have another opportunity to speak soon. Okay. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. Okay, uh, Jay, Army, I tried to unmute you. I don't think you were at your phone. So start eight when you come back if you'd like to speak, okay? I just want to say hello. Jay is my YouTube friend. I have a couple of YouTube friends that come here. Um, okay, so we'll do Virginia, and then we'll do Georgia. Hello. Cassandra, did you say that lady who just talked was in East Virginia? If so, we need to get in touch with her to join our group. No, no, she's in Oregon. Oh, all right. Two, you asked what kind of person are we now. I'd like to make a comment or two on that that I hope will help other people. Okay, you I have, have, okay, let me just tell everybody you have about a minute. Because there's a lot of people, so say what you like in your. I gained more independence and more strength and more courage than I have ever thought I would have, because of the horror that has happened to me. I had the choice of letting it cave me in, or stand up and fight back, and I have become the strongest person that I have ever known, and I hope that I can continue to offer a little teeny bit to this group and the strength and courage, and never will I let them run me down. I'm not going to do it. So I hope everybody will look at their strong side and be positive in what they're gaining from this horror because it really makes you a greater person. You're stronger, you are more capable, and you can do more to help other people. 
by what you will learn from these dreadful people. Two, I'd like everybody to get that report that was put in the Washington Post years ago in nineteen in, in 2011 titled Top Secret America. Please, everybody, read that. It really tells you who and what is going on. And it was the best report, I think, ever done and still is the best report. Next question I have is if you have a comment of what the board is accomplishing, maybe you would have a comment or two on what you think they are accomplishing, and we will be encouraged by that. And the last remark I have is about the meeting yesterday with the FBI. On the call last night, which we had with Keith, who gave us a night of his use of telephone to use, People came on and said it was a dreadful meeting and that the FBI didn't pay any attention and weren't concerned about them at all. So if anybody has a positive thought of what they accomplished, it would be nice to hear that today. Thank you. Okay, thank you. And were you asking me about the direction of the board? Was that directed towards me? Yes, I just want to know what you think they are accomplishing. Okay, well, you probably weren't here at the beginning of this call, but I had announced that I am no. no longer on the board. I'm no longer on the board. I know that. So, yeah, so I cannot tell you what they're accomplishing. I don't know. No. Um, I do know that I don't believe they had a call last night, which is very unusual um, for the history of FFCHS. As far as I know, there has always been a Saturday call. So Shelly that, had a call, but we had a call with Keith's number, and we're going to have No, no, a no, no, but Shelly is not FFCHS. Um, oh, okay. So what I'm saying, FFCHS, the, the new board, I was quite disappointed that there was no call because the TIs are used to having a call sponsored by FFCHS. So um, I, well, I, I don't know. We set up our own, and we had a good discussion. It was a great call. Yes, Keith, uh, yes, I was also on Keith's call, and it was a really good call. It really was. But thank you for doing that, Keith. Um, so, I mean, hopefully the direction will be a good direction. Um, I do know, you know, part of the formula to uh, resurrecting FFCHS, in my opinion, in my opinion doesn't matter, but in my opinion, whoever is going to be at the head of this needs to listen to the community. Because you can't lead a people and you don't know what the people want. You know what I'm saying? It can't be a dictatorship. It has to be, you know, in the best interest of the people and what the people want. But you have to listen to the people in order to know what they want. So that's my advice to anyone who's going to lead any organization, you know. So I hope hope that it becomes a people's organization. That's my hope. Well, they still have an active board working, don't they, with, what, 10 people on it or eight people? Um, I think it's more like five or six people, I think. But I'm not positive. Like I said, I'm not on the board anymore, so I don't really know. But well, I think um, we should give them a little time to get the business and the legal matters all straight first. Then we can yeah. start listening to TIs and setting up committees and organizations that we need to do. Mhm. Yeah, because there, there, there's a lot to straighten out. I do know that. So we'll just keep them lifted up and in prayer. Thank you, Alice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm gonna put you on hold and go to the next person. Thank you.
trying to move a little quickly here, you guys. Who did I say was next? I forgot. Oh, okay, Georgia, and then we will go to. I'm trying to give you guys, let you guys know who's going to be next, so you kind of can gauge how long you're going to be on hold. Okay, so I'm going to do Georgia now, and then uh, North Virginia. Hello. Uh, peace and blessing. Hello, Israel. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. First, uh, uh, I want to say uh, hello to uh, Lala. I know you're listening there. That's who I want to speak to. And, uh, yeah, I got some solution there. I'm solution-orientated. So if anybody got a problem with their phone, uh, with your phone cutting in and off and your phone acting up, you call your phone carrier. And you tell them you have a problem with your phone, and and tell them it's against FTC rules for anybody to mess with your phone, and you want a tracer on your phone, and you tell them you're not gonna pay your phone bill if you're not getting your correct services. Because that's what was happening on my phone. I got Metro PCS. Once I talked to them and said I wasn't gonna pay my bill, uh, with the phone acting up, whoever doing it, if y'all doing it, it's against FTC rules, and the minute I said that, they said they're going to put a trace on my line, and, and whoever was doing that, they stopped. So you got to let them know you're not scared and you know the law. You see what I'm saying? Well, you know what? Um, I do hear you. Mine is mine is definitely perpetrators, uh, mainly from this community, people doing it intentionally. Okay, well, I know somebody say, well, some people have, when they try to make a phone call, they shut off, and the phone acted all foolish. And so, like, there's something wrong with the line. Because for a while there, my phone would work good outside my house. And then when I come home, I couldn't get uh, 4G in the Internet. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. I called I call my phone company and told them just what I said, that I'm paying my bill and uh, uh, I, I want a trace on my line. And you tell them it's against FCC rules for anybody to tamper with the data line, electricity, or anything the utilities. Uh, and then they'll straighten that out, no matter yeah. what. Oh, yeah, my name is Israel. Since I've been uh, going by the law, but uh, uh, of the Hebrews, the 2015 has been a blessed year for me. I mean, that, I, that's all I can say. I follow the Leviticus diet in the Bible. Uh, I celebrate the Sabbath, give all praises to the Most High Yah. And uh, it's, been, it's been the best year of my life in 2015. Good for you. Very good. Uh, uh, okay, I just want to say, uh, and plus, another thing I learned, when you're having a conversation with somebody, uh, you feel like it's getting, you're getting rid of argument, you try to shut it down within three minutes. Because after three minutes, that's when either one party or both parties cross that line. So no matter who you're talking to, I read all up on this, the research, the time limit for talking to anybody it's, it's about three minutes, especially if you know you're getting in an argument. And so you try to shut it down within three minutes. It work every time. Yeah. So anyway, I, that's all I got to share because I know God gave me two eyes, two ears, and one mouth, so I know how to listen. I just want to <laughs> say hey. Okay. I, I just want to say hey. Good evening to a lot of there. 
You better be nice to Lala because she hasn't done anything to you. Oh, no, man, me, I'm, no, I'm real nice. I want to be real nice. She's been mean to me. Don't want to say nothing to me. I say, hey, how you doing? No, I because you were rude last week. No, you were rude. You were. No, I wasn't. You know, said, I, yes, you were because you said, how's Lala do it? She likes to bump her guns. And she hadn't even spoken yet. Oh, that, that's, that, that's good. She likes to talk. That's all I said. She took it the no, wrong way. No, but she doesn't like to talk. Lala very rarely talks on this call. Rarely. Well, I was, just, yeah, I was just having fun. I'm just having fun, man. People, see, I lighten up. I don't take nothing too serious. You got to yeah, have fun for life. Talk, yes, but when you just call somebody out like that, well, maybe she took it the wrong way. That's a California thing. We in the South, bumping the girls, me having fun, man, talking. That's what we say in the South. Okay? No, I don't know what y'all in no, California. I know what it means. It means the same thing here. But the fact is, uh, you, have, you haven't talked to her in eons, and then all of a sudden you just call her. Uh, right? Anyway, I ain't mean no harm, man. I, I know how everybody is so sensitive, man. Lighten up, have fun. It's 2016, man. I, I can say, look here, but no. Look at that. I can say, I'm getting ready to give you a million dollars like that, see? And then you ain't hit me right, and then you think I'm hollering at you, right? See what I'm saying? It's all about perspective, man. Have fun in I, life. I, I, I know, but you know what? In the same token, you don't know if everybody yeah. is where where you are. So. Well, that's too bad. I'm sorry, man. You know what I'm saying? I say what I say. If they take it the wrong way, then, oh, well, man, I don't mean no harm, man. People need to lighten up in life, man. Okay, that's well, I will let saying. her know. I will let her know that you don't mean any harm, okay? That's right. Have fun in life, man. I mean, we we all know uh, we all up under this here, man. That's what they want. They want everybody to get mad and angry. They want their energy, like you said. See? So I don't give nobody my energy. All I'm about is having fun, man. Yeah, I shut everything down in three minutes, and uh, it is what it is. Y'all better learn how to get through this, because she uh, Renata. Yeah. See, God brought us through. You're right. We the light. And so if we don't get through it, then we know what's going on. That's why I, that board thing, why everybody arguing. Now, 99% of that stuff are orchestrated, right? And, and I'm like you. If nobody ain't got nothing to do to say nothing about nobody. Just don't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm just like you, man. I don't like no chaos in arguing because God is not the opposite of chaos. No, not the art of confusion. And I, I don't have, you know, when you say people are serious, I'm one of those serious people. I don't have time to play games with grown folks. I really don't. I got some work to do, and I'm trying to do my work. Ain't nobody going to stop me from doing it. And I just what? don't have time for the drama. I don't I can't understand all these full-grown, well-past grown adults playing these little kitty games. I, like, why would you let somebody use you to perk people? I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I agree. You're on the side of good or you're on the side of evil, period. Right. Go and play see, the I'm games with somebody else because I will get you told, but I'm really not trying to be that person. Like, I don't want to that, – that's negative energy, you know? Yeah. I don't want to be like that. And see, hey, anything, uh, another thing, I might want to uh, send some money to Elvira. You say you can do that, right? If I send the money, you, you send her or something like that. No, you can call her directly, and she'll tell you how to send it to her. Well, see, she, I'm, she not, got I'm other... not taking anybody's money, no. Well, see, she got uh, she got other folks manning her account, and that's what she had messed up. See, you know how this purpose stuff go, where somebody can send somebody something and they don't get there, and then both parties mad, you know what I mean? Okay, uh, well, you know what? There's other ways to do things. You don't have to do it just one way. There's other ways to send her money. Because, see, that's what I, I, I believe what happened to that board with the money thing, man. Somebody could say they sent the money to Derek, 
and the money get intercepted along the way. And then, you, you see, I always look at when something like that happens between two people, see, I always say forgive them for, for they know not what they do. See, I could, uh, somebody could say they're sending me something, and then the, the enemy intercepted it, and then they'll say they sent it, and then they'll say I stole it. And you, you know how this goes. See what I'm saying? You, you put me what my uh, analogy I'm trying to make to you. Yes. So that's why I say I'd be slow to blame anybody for anything now because you got the enemy always creating chaos. You see what I'm saying? So I'd be, right. I'd be, I'd be slow to accuse anybody now that, that I know what's going on. And, and see, that's the point I'm trying to make. All the TIs on the board and whatever and all the ones that's in charge, we know how, how this stuff works, and, but yet still, we still fall for the okie dope for stupid stuff to make us argue with each other. That's the point I'm trying to make, man. I mean, we probably right. be bigger than that. You see what I'm saying? That's why I don't no, take nothing personal. I always say maybe, maybe the enemy that intercepted that or got in one of them to make them start bumping their drugs or whatever, whatever, see? You see what I'm saying? I, I, I think logical now. I don't just jump off fly off the handle or, or, or take the, the logical thing to try to confuse somebody or that. You see what I'm saying? You got, we know what's going on with this stuff, so we should be smart enough to, to, to investigate and say, well, maybe that person didn't do this. Maybe something got into him or intercepted. You see, you see my, my logic and looking at this? Yes. Okay, well, I just put that. logic is different, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what yeah. you're saying. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold. Gotta get All right. Thank you. Yeah, tell Lala I said, hey, you yeah. You can tell her yourself. She'll be unmuted soon. All right, appreciate it. Okay. I am so sorry, you guys. I forgot who I said I was going to next. Oh, I think North North Virginia and then um, Northeastern California. Hello. Hi, Renata. This is Wanda. How are you? I, you Hello, might not. Wanda. Hi. We talked last week, and this is the first time I'm really calling in and getting an opportunity to speak. And I just want of to answer. Of course, I remember. We had a nice long conversation. How are you, Wanda? I'm doing well, very well. Um, I'm doing exactly what, what I told you I was doing. I'm keeping my head in the word, staying positive as possible. I had a call today, and I didn't think it was going to go as long. I, I was talking to a young man who was really depressed, and I really encouraged him to spend some time away from all of the TI stuff. That is the thing that I have found to be most helpful to me mm-hmm. um, because we all can get so absorbed into all of this. And quite frankly, even though we're learning and we're teaching ourselves, it is negative because it's hateful, it's evil, it's dark, and it affects our minds and our emotions. And they're trying to control our emotions, and they would prefer that we are all negative. Right. Even if we're teaching ourselves and stuff. So I try to stay in the positive, stay in the word. You ask a question, who are you? Mm-hmm. I, can tell you I can tell you who I am outside of being a TI, outside of being a member of a family and a, an employee and all these other things. I am a child of God. And that's being a child of God makes who I am. And that's really all I have to say. Amen. 
That's right. That's all we need to know is that we are children of God. And there's so much, so many benefits that come with that. Indeed. Amen. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah, put you on hold. I had a really, really, really good conversation with Wanda. She is a, a phenomenal lady. Okay. I'm going to go to Northwest um, California and then to Northeast California. Hello. Hi, Renata. This is Hello. Joe. This is who? <laughs> how are you? Joe. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, well, I just wanted to chime in and give everybody an update. Um, so I found out yesterday morning um, my son was accepted for the virtual academy um, in California. So. Um, oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, we were talking about your son a couple of weeks ago was having a yeah. hard time in the public school system, so he was accepted mm-hmm. to the virtual academy. Wonderful. Congratulations. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I found out yesterday morning. So, um, but, but it was it was an ordeal. Let me tell you, trying to jump through all the hoops to get him in there, and um, because they wanted so much documentation, and they, you know, um, the parent portal it'll light up saying accepted or rejected, and they were rejecting a lot of stuff that I was sending in, and. The main thing was um, the report card because my son does not get a traditional report card because he has an IEP. Um, he doesn't get the um, A, B, C, D, F kind of grades. So I had to mm-hmm. kind of fight with them a little bit about that and say, well, you know, this is acceptable for the California Department of Education. This should be acceptable for you. And if I take him and try to enroll him in any brick and mortar school that it is accepted. So what we have to do is we have to start with the um, the uh, first semester courses and he's going to have to try to get caught up, but um, I'm just hoping that he'll he'll do well. And they're supposed to kind of individualize it um, for him. So um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm glad I, you know, got through that and because uh, the deadline was um, – was yesterday, but I got an email yesterday saying approved, and um, they're going to send him a laptop and all the, you know, the curriculum and everything else um, within a few days, and, you know, um, and um, so I just wanted to give everybody an update, and um, I hadn't been on the call for a couple weeks because I was kind of, like you said, refilling my oil, and uh, because it was very draining trying to get him in this school. And um, and I have an IEP meeting coming up with um, the school district that I live and the school that he was enrolled on Tuesday. So I don't know how I'm going to handle that because I haven't told them that um, that I've uh, enrolled him into this virtual school. So, um, but everything, you know, I just want to let everybody know and, you know, um, because everybody... Uh, I got a lot of support from everybody a couple of weeks ago, and I just um, wanted to let everybody know that for now it's it's um, it's good. So um, anyway, that's that's what I wanted to say, and I just wanted to thank everybody again for you know um, I had a lot of anxiety that day um, about what I was going to do and. Um, but uh, when I, when I've been getting in that mode lately, I just think 
you know, sometimes I let my mind go and I'm, I think, what if this, what if that? But I, I have been trying to, with all the negativity that goes on around us, it's very easy to get caught up in that and um, and not think on the positive uh, side of it and uh, that things are going to be okay. Um, so I've really been trying to think like that and um, and not pay so much attention to everything else and spend so much time thinking about, you know, being targeted. I just, and it, it's working. It's good. <laughs> so. Well, I'm, I'm really happy that your son was able to get into the virtual academy. That is really, really, really good. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. he should be thriving more because you said he has severe anxiety just even thinking about going to school. So, yeah, this is really yeah. good. Yeah, he got out yesterday, him, him and his dad. So, um, you know, uh, so I, you know, I did sit down with him and tell him, you know, that this, you know, you, you have to really conquer through a lot of the stuff and, you know, um, you, you need to start getting out more and, and um getting exercise and you know um we i mean his vitamin d was um low so i mean you know because he wasn't going out so i put him on some pills but you know he he promised that he was going to you know make more efforts and uh and doing some things with us so that's that's good so that's the update and i just um Want to let everybody know. I didn't know, you know, if uh, if anybody was well, wondering what what the outcome was with that, or you know what was going on. So, um, yes. So, okay. <laughs> I'm well, done thank with you it. so much. Thank you for updating us. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Renata. No problem. That's really good. That is so upsetting to a parent when their child is being bullied in school. So. Thank God she was able to uh, to transfer him to a much better situation. All right. There was someone else. Okay, I'm on mute California. Hello? California. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hey. All right. What's on your mind? Oh, nothing. I'm just listening to the call and cleaning up and yelling at Samaria. Okay, so the question of the day was, who? what is at the core of who you are? Like, who are you really outside of targeting, outside of the makeup, outside of everything? Like, who are you? What type of person? Who are you? Has nothing to fighter. do with targeting. I'm a fighter. I'm a strong person. I'm a child of God. I'm a loving person. I'm compassionate. Um, I'm Latisha. You know what I'm saying? That's my real name. A lot of people want to call don't know my real name, but that's my that's who I am. All right, that's good. You are a strong person, a very determined person too. I will say. Yeah, and a person that's always looking for solutions. I like that about you. And we'll find them. <laughs> yes, you will. Yes, you will. All right. Did you want to say anything else? No, nah, I'm just listening. Thank you. Wesley said hello to you. Hi, Wesley. I'm sorry, Israel. Yes. I don't know nobody named Israel. That's his name. That's his new name. 
Okay. Put you on hold. All righty. Okay. So, okay, Massachusetts and then Indiana. Hello. Hi, Renata. Thanks for doing the afternoon phone calls. It's a blessing. No problem. And I'd like to say that um, I'm targeted with the weapons, the direct energy weapons, and right now I'm being radiated. My sister has V2K, and um, they have her seeing all kinds of people walking around and trying to break into the house, and they're constantly grabbing at her and tearing her clothes and trying to pick at her and stuff. It's I don't know how they do it. It's a nightmare. But I was, and who's speaking? What is your who's speaking? My name is Brenda. Oh, Brenda. Okay. This is the second time I've been able to listen to you. Okay. Well, welcome, welcome. Thank you. So your sister is being terrorized. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. They've. Um, you, do you guys live together, your sister? You and your sister? Yes, she moved in with me um, about a few months ago. Because we thought it was just the place that she was living. We had no idea that it was this major thing. You know, we thought, okay, it's just her her neighbors being obnoxious. And then the more, then when she came into my house, she had that full-blown V2K. And luckily I heard Pete Santilli interviewing Ken Rhodes months ago, mm-hmm. and I put two and two together, and then I started researching all the stuff. So I was okay. fortunate in that I figured I was able to learn about it more quickly than many other people about their situation, but um, it's still, of course, a nightmare that yes. you don't think you're going to wake up from. Definitely can be very hard and very devastating. In the beginning, it can be so devastating because you have no idea what is happening or why, you know? Right. But I feel it it comes to a point where you just know it's personal, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you still wonder why and who. Yes. With such um, hatred and evilness in their body as as the previous caller was saying i call them creatures because i agree with her that people wouldn't god's people wouldn't do this that's for sure right so uh, tell us i'm gonna um i have other people waiting but tell us uh, the question of the day today is who are you at the core of everything well um when it boils down to it i'm a i'm also a child of god and um a sister in a big family of Christians. So, Okay. Very good. Very good. Thank you for your comments. Stick around. There will be uh, more opportunities to speak. Sure. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. Start eight if you are new to this call. One, two, three times you've been here. Start eight so you can speak. Hello. Hi. Hi, Renata. It's Lauren from Indiana. How are you? Good, Lauren. How are you? Hey, I'm hanging in there. I like your theme today. Who I am first is I'm God's daughter, 
And mm-hmm. I'm a baker. I like to really bake very fantastic desserts out of this world. And I want before some. I was <laughs> and before I was targeted, I had I was starting up a small like following with my business, the Pied Piper, and I'm telling you, I was doing fantastic. I just took spins off of like sweet potato pie and made it mystic sweet potato pie because I started working with a few ingredients and then started fluffing it. And then I got back in touch with the Midwest and started doing like a deep dish sweet potato pie. I started working with things like sort of a red velvet cake, but I wanted the cake to be ultra moist, like a mud almost. And see okay, it. someone, uh, Keith in the chat room said, oh, just my type. You know, so that too, yeah, it's almost like my own hands were guided by God. It's just like, I don't want just a dessert. I want a dessert out of this world. And I was working, and even I would just discreetly with some coworkers, they, try, you know, support, try me once, and then they came back. Uh, how soon can you make me two more cakes? Uh, can you make me three pies and da-da-da by oh, Friday? Wow. It was really blossoming in a nearby market bought my things. How, how soon can you get a, a dozen of pies in here? And I was so happy and then this evil, wicked thing came in my sisters and I life and it's like Los Angeles turned in on us like this pit of hell and we were in it. Someone is asking if you're married. Single, never married. Okay, you're about to get some marriage proposals talking about no. how good well, but this is the thing, y'all, please. I'm 54, but this is the thing that's going to blow all of you guys' mind. I only started baking when I turned 49. That's six years ago. You know, everybody would make some little recipes, you know, they'd buy. But then I just started, you know, like, I want to see how I can always make it better. And I used to sit there with my little notebook and let me try this and that. And it started coming out just different. Because even my sister would try it. She goes, I can mess with this. Sweet potato mixture all day long. It can't get any better. Just yeah, put this in the oven, man. Let's 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 do this. <laughs> okay, and we would just fall out laughing. So that's who I think who I was before the targeting. I was on my way of being a baker. Oh, and I well, that. I hope that I you that. can continue along that path. You know, so too. Yeah. I just I guess I wanted to ask that question to all the targets. Did any of you ever feel you were right on that landing or really takeoff stress of something fantastic going on in your life and then this thing came like this ugly hawk of depression and evil and darkness? Because I feel that way. Yeah, I even feel that now. Like there are some things that I would really like to do, mm-hmm. but the targeting increases and then I start procrastinating because procrastination has always been an issue for me. And uh, so I know exactly what you mean. It just, you just kind of get caught up in all of this. And do you have any of you out there ever feel this way? Even so they take, they perk me on my job. They injured me. They're blocking me from a better retirement disability and they injured me and I have documentation, but I'm blocked. Uh, they're perping the doctor that won't sign off. Um, and even the littlest thing, because we don't really have money now, they're accusing me of defiling a cookbook, and they want that the book is like they're twenty five dollars, and I have to pay five dollars handling it. I checked it out last summer, but the lie is they said you return the book on January twenty seventh. I said I didn't check out any books this year. I didn't see anything I wanted to really read. But I would never 
active face or put coffee or I would never smudge a book. And I guess I'm thinking they do that because I kept saying, yes, I'll pay it because I don't think I can get out of it. But the thing is that my mind is already going, they'll always try to say you owe some kind of borrowed material. So I think I'm just going to pay the $30 and close mm-hmm. out the library card. And I want and I want copy that my account is closed. Right. Yeah, okay, sure. they, so that so even they take even the littlest things, and I just shake my head and go, Lucifer, you really just uh. <laughs> yep, I know what you mean. So hey, I guess, Lauren, I'm gonna put you thank you. Uh huh. Okay, thank you. Get back to those baked goods. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that could be your own business. I I know someone who um, who I know a couple people who bake real well. And you can make really good money, you know, even if you don't uh, launch an official business, like around the holidays and things, people will order cakes and pies. Okay. Let's see. Who did we say? Okay, star eight. If you have not had an opportunity to speak but you would like to speak, please press star eight. Otherwise, we're going to move on. Okay, Marilyn. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, Renata. It's Anita from Baltimore. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. Good. I like your question. That's a great question. Um, who am I before? Who Who am I still before the targeting? Um, if I'm correct. Um. Like what? What? What personality traits? Who are you? Tell us. Think, who are you? Um, I'm a survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm a good. I'm, I've always been, I've been a good friend. I'm a mother, and um, I'm a loyal person. You know. Okay, those are good traits. Mm-hmm. And very committed. And like Lauren, I do bake. Also, I baked over my life, so. I make the best banana pudding and um, pineapple cake. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. I'm a baker also. I love to bake. All right. That's good. We have a couple bakers here today. Uh-huh. That's me. Anything else? I'm a mom. I've always been a mom. I'm, I'm a mom. I'm a mom. And I think that's a good trait to have, that I've always been the mothering type. Maybe that makes me, and I'm also a teacher. I've always been a teacher. So, so that's, I mean, that's me, and that's still me. No one could take that away from me, Renata. That's always right. always what I'm going to be. So. Very good, very good. Thank you. All right, do you want to say anything else? No, I'm just kind of just listening and, you know, I'm looking forward to um, hearing what everybody has to say, any feedback from Saturday or suggestions that they can have, you know, that we could take on maybe to bring it to the East Coast. I would like to um, bring what happened on you guys' side of town over here, you know, right. so some of us didn't make it to California. So just listening and hoping to get some good feedback from what happened on Saturday. Okay. Well, I'm going to put you on hold. If anyone went to, um, I'm going to put you on hold. For a second, and we're going to see if anybody can um, can share with us what happened uh, yesterday. Okay, did anyone attend the FBI meeting yesterday, Star 8? We would like to know what happened, how to go. 
All right. Anyone who would like to speak who has not had a chance to speak, star eight. So you can speak. Everybody gets to speak here. All right. I do want to say hello to Jay Army. I don't know if he's by his phone now. Hello, Hello? Jay. Hi, Jay. How are you? All right. (laughs) Good, good. I just wanted to say hello. This is my YouTube friend, you guys. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just listening to everybody, you know, stories and stuff, and just still living life. Good for you. So who are you underneath everything? Who are you? Me, I'm my father's son. You know, I'm God's son. I'm, you know, Jesus' brother. You know, I'm a servant of the Lord. You know, I don't have any kids, but, you know, I I say, um, you know, I would be, I, I have to be the best son that I could be because I don't have any kids and I, and let father be happy, you know, proud of me. Mm-hmm. You know? That and I'm a I'm a filmmaker, but I haven't really made anything yet. Cause after college, um, I kind of went homeless because of the targeting thing. But hopefully, I pick up this year with the filmmaking. Mhm. Yeah. yeah, you really you really blessed me with what you said on that YouTube video I did because I knew that that police officer was doing something tricky. I knew it. So when, right. you, when you told me what he was doing, that really blessed me. And just so you guys know what we're talking about, I did a, um, a YouTube video where I showed um, what I consider to be police harassment because I know, you know, what those particular officers do to me on a regular basis. So this officer pulled me over, and all while he was talking, he was doing something with this device on his uh, hip, on his left hip. He was doing some sort of maneuvering with it, and I noticed that when I played the film back, so I put it on YouTube. And uh, Jay, who we're speaking to now, he told me that he went to film school, and what the guy was doing was the equivalent of like, uh, what did you call that, Jay? A trans, a transition, a transition. It's it's like it's like one of the effects, like like because I have the film degree. It's like sometimes you do something in film. That the audience won't know won't notice because it's a um it's like an effect like uh, if you wave your hand in front of a camera you can that that can be in cut to a different part of a um a film you know even digital film that the audience won't notice because they just think it's a hand going in front of the camera but you can cut that and edit that you know that footage you know the video. Mm-hmm. So I so after you told me that then I said okay so he must have been putting. Um, must have been doing that with his hands to indicate where he wants to cut the film. Is that what what was happening? Jay? Okay. Oh, he went back on mute. I didn't even put you on mute. I don't know how that happened. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know how I went back on mute. Right, yeah. I I won't say... Um, that's, that's exactly what it, what I think he was doing. But, you know, I have law enforcement, um, cause I was in the military, I was in infantry and I, I kind of watch, you know, um, mili- like, you know, the law enforcement part, like the police, I kind of know what some of the things that they do that, that would seem suspicious. Like watching the video when you said it, I didn't believe what you were saying was true because I just thought, you know, he was just playing with his microphone, you know, so just because cause they connect the microphone to their earpiece. But when I continued watching him, he was doing something that was very suspicious that, you know, it, it kind of made me question, you know, because the police in our area don't have that type of equipment. They have um, 
cameras on them, but they don't have that type of equipment. So it must be a new type of equipment that he can play around with it, if that's what it is. Yeah, he was definitely doing something. What? I don't know, but he was doing something. Right. I mean, if I if I was to know what kind of film like what kind of um like recording equipment that they had, I would probably know more about it, you know, because um it's 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 kind of crazy. If if you really think about it, every time he would ask you a question, he'll probably he'll probably um pause or stop the film, and then he'll ask you his he'll he'll wait till you're finished, then he'll ask another question. You know, and he, it's, it's hard to explain it, but with a film degree, I can, I can I, like, uh, analyze things like videos and stuff, you know. And honestly, with their technology, they can edit something that, like, like I said in, 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 the, in the comment, they can edit video that made you, that, that'll make you believe you actually said something you didn't. You wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't even try to get a lawyer. You would believe you said something you didn't with their technology that they have. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was something tricky, and just the fact that he said he didn't know the parking laws, and that was like, oh my goodness, this is right. What, right. what officer doesn't know the parking laws? Right, right. I mean, they know, they know, but it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things. I mean, it just one of they they know, but they don't know all of it. They know what they can do. That's what I can say. They know what they can do, but they don't know all the laws. But the bus thing, what you said about the bus thing, was kind of suspicious too, because um. I noticed, like, while I was living in Miami in Broward County, the bus drivers, it was like I kind of seen the, the bus drivers, like, how kind of evil they were. You know, it was like you had to get in a club to be a bus driver and stuff. You know, it was something about the bus drivers I couldn't really pick up. Like, they were part of the agenda, you know. And I was, Oh, they I, definitely I, are. They definitely right. are part of the agenda. The, well, you know what? Since that, since that day that that police officer ask me those questions, the bus has been parked in front of me every single day that I get to my parking space. If he's not parked there, he parks in front of my job, which there's no bus stop in front of my job. Wow, yeah. I would say I, I think I think they're part of the agenda. I mean, because I see things that other people don't, and they're kind of surprised that I see some kind of some of the things. But, you know, it's kind of like um like Orlando's. If you go online and you, and you search um Orlando's bus route, you know, all of the majority of all Orlando's bus route is is phallic. You know, and I went to Orlando while I was homeless. I walked there, and Orlando is not the place to um to actually live and be. I mean, Orlando is, in my opinion, is cursed. You know, they did everything they possibly they possibly could to almost curse Orlando. Oh wow! Yeah. So I mean, you, you can search your your um your bus route like. I don't know. Search the bus route, like the whole route that the bus travels, and see what the shape shape it comes out to. I mean, it's just one of those things. I noticed that about Orlando, and that's the only city I noticed that too. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and and anybody can search it. I mean, it's not just one bus route; it's multiple bus routes. You know, so it's something about Orlando. You know, <laughs> very interesting. All right, you want to say anything else, Jack? Um, no, just check out my YouTube channel, J-A-Y, Army, A-R-M-Y. I mean, for a lot of the targeted individuals, I mean, I've been attacked, like, I mean, the amount of attack that I've, that I've been going through, if you, if you, um, come to my YouTube channel and listen to them, I mean, it'll help you and it'll comfort you, you know, at least you know what they're capable of, even though if you haven't been attacking that way, you know what they're capable of. That way, if they attack you in that way, you don't go crazy, you know, I've, 
you know, I've almost went to the point of multiple times going crazy, but, you know, I'm still here. You know, God kept me. And another thing about the targeting thing I want to say, too, the targeting thing, you have to understand, too, that God keeps us. Like, I remember there's a time that I wasn't walking with the Lord. When they put me, I, I've been targeting since birth, but when they put me in a targeted program to kill me, God kept me, you know, and I've ever since then I've been targeted. When they first put you in a program, they, this program, this program is out there for kill you, but the only thing, only thing that happens is God keeps you. God keeps you from being killed, you know, from their system. So from that, on, from that day on, you're just targeted, you know, and I've grew spiritually to the point that right now, I don't think they want me dead, you know. I mean, I think if me dying now would be too dangerous to their system. I, I don't know how to explain it, but me dying now is too dangerous to their system. So that's all I have to say. <laughs> thank you very much, and I'm really glad that you came today. <laughs> all right, thanks. <laughs> all right, thank you. Okay, let's hear from Pennsylvania and then Hawaii. Hawaii, that's first. Don't think they're Hi. Oh. Hi. 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 Um, hi. 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 We go through a phase that, you know, we're literally, they're out to kill us. But, you know, I, I was reminded of Job and how, you know, that's what, you know, um, the enemy sought to do. And he was told that you can do anything you want. Don't touch, you know, don't don't take his life. And so it's just a testimony to God that whatever comes up against us, you know, um, God is faithful to show himself strong when our and, and And let me... Excuse me, Dr. Mm -hmm. Let me add to that story, too, because the story of Job is one of my favorite stories, Mm -hmm. Bible stories. And uh, as you just mentioned, um, the Lord told Satan, you can do what you want, just don't Mm -hmm. kill him. Mm -hmm. And and like you and Jay were saying, you know, that there is a certain protection over the saints. But also Mm -hmm. in that story shows that the Lord will allow us to be tested because he he allowed Job to be tested. That's right. And Job was faithful to the very end. When when his friends told him to turn his back, when his wife said, curse God and die, Job said, I will not. And he did not, even though he had boils on his body and people turned on him and everything. I mean, he was facing death every day just because of everything his body was inflicted with. But he stood faithful to God. And in the end, he was blessed tenfold. I don't even know how manyfold, but no, way more right. than what he already had. You're so, right. Yeah. No. There's, You're there's right. a whole lot in that story. I love that story. You're right. And I think sometimes um, us saints, you know, we give too much credit to the enemy because God does, like you said, um, Renata, either he allows it or he sends it. You know, God can send, you know, um, testing. He said, you know, count it not strange when you experience trials and temptations, you know. You know, we know that all that work patience, and, and, it, and it's just, you no, know, we want our lives. We say it, but then when we say it, we 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 need to draw near with a with you know with a with a sincere heart. We, you know, we we want to say, "Here, my Lord, use me," and you know that's that's what He does. He, you know, He shows Himself. He's looking to and fro. The Bible says, "For somebody He can show Himself strong through." So whatever we come up against, you know, um, you know, we we are we are grounded. 
and Christ to live as Christ truly to die as gain. We you know, we win. I mean that that's you know, I mean I have come up against this stuff so long that, you know, um really, um, you know, there were times when I questioned, like, really, like like God, really, are you really allowing this? Are are you really allowing this? Um and like, yeah. Yeah, you know what? And, you know, I've built you for such a time as this. I sure have. You're a mouthpiece. And you want, you know, you, you, you can't. You know, and the Bible says there's times coming where people don't want to die and can't. You know, you're like, sometimes you're just like, I want this over, Lord, just like enough. No, no, my grace is sufficient. You know, Paul asked three times, Lord, take this thorn from my side. No, my grace is sufficient. Okay, y'all, with that being said, I just want to lay right now. Today's my birthday. Today is my birthday. Happy so, birthday. Thank you so kindly. And I know I can hear everybody's heart out there. I thank you guys. I, I'm so grateful. And, you know, the biggest gift I got, y'all, was y'all. God gave me a brand-new family. You know, if I never see you on earth, I know I'm going to see you guys in heaven. I, I love all of you. Sincerely, I thank you. I thank you. Renata, I mean, I, you know, I can't even begin to start on you. I need to, you know, it'll be sequels. You know, me writing a book, you know, and, I'm, and I am, you know, starting to, you know, um, write, you know, um, and, and I see where some things were held up because this needs to be included. This needs to be clear to me, you know, because I didn't know what it was. I, all I knew is that it was sincerely happening. And to know that you all are out there, I mean, it, it really, I'm looking forward to looking at, you know, some of Jay's things and, you know, um, you know, just, just, Renata, just, you know, I don't, I don't know anybody really, you know, as much as I know you from you giving me your number, but just knowing that your number is there, you know, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's God's way of letting me know how much he loves me because I know my God is a prayer way and he has given me you and the rest of the family to say, and Renata is a phone call away. I mean, and that is really comforting because I like had nobody for six years and I'm going to the police, I'm going every all the wrong places, you know, and I'm thinking these people are going to understand me. And they're just taking notes on me, you know, to the extent that one police officer came and she, you know, asked, was there anyone in my home? And I told her, yeah, you know. And so um, my 20-something-year-old my you know, daughter came down. And so she then just ceased from talking to me, and she proceeded to, you know, um, ask my daughter to walk with her to her, to her car, and she literally told my daughter that, oh, well, you know, your mother is being looked at as, you know, a psychiatric, you know, case type thing. And, like, really? Okay. And her name is Officer Burns. Okay. All right. I mean, she's, like, going to tell me, don't leave my pocketbook. It's like, guys, I live, like, in a seven-bedroom home, three stories, like, a quarter-acre land. There's no way you can see my pocketbook in the dining room from the sidewalk. She says, don't leave your pocketbook. There, my home is burglarized. And you're going to come in and not even talk to me or, or limit what you have to say to me and say what you had to say to my daughter. All I could do, guys, is just, you know, report these people and keep a, um, you know, a record. And so now, you know, I'm, I'm really, you know, spending time writing like, like, like I should have been doing. But, and I have. But now I'm starting to put it together. And this part here, it's like so, it's so it was so critical. I just I love you all and and you know thanks thanks for you know Renata having this call and just being faithful to be here 
for such a time as this because I would not have known, you know, to even had you stopped, you know, you know, one week short, <laughs> I, I would have missed you. So, and, you know, it was one pointed out. We were we were definitely our, our, our you know, uh, paths were, were were meant to cross. And and I thank you. You know for your for your faithfulness, and I know God is going to reward you for that. There are so many people, you know, who um who who are are waiting, you know, um who are searching for you, and, you know, for and for people like yourself who who avails themselves. I mean, just right off the bat, you know. I mean, you didn't have to extend to me your personal number to you know to to you know have me allow me to call you, and then for you to sit there. And you know, I hate to have to say it like this, but like when I when I go into saying all this stuff that happens, it's just like I'm regurgitating on somebody, like all is coming up, and you just like just so gracious, he's like just took it and just said it's okay. No, really, it's it's going to be okay. And I just like I've felt so much better with everything that's going on, and things have gotten a little worse, but I, but I feel, you know, I don't, I'm 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 really not alone. And I thank you, guys. No, you are not alone. You are not alone. And, in fact, we're going to talk about uh, some of the things that you wanted to know, like some of the basics, because Mm -hmm. you're like I was when I first came to the community. Everything was so over my head, and people just assume that you know all this terminology and all these acronyms and all of this, and some people really don't, you know. So when you Mm -hmm. reached out to me and said that, I said, you know, today is going to be the day that we're going to talk about enough of these all these shenanigans that's going on in the community, there are real victims out here who really mm-hmm. need our help, you know, and I'm not going to get caught up in all that drama um, with what's going on in the community. So today we are going to um, to just define some of the basic definitions for you and for others who, who need to hear it. Thank you. Okay? Thank you. All Thank right. you. Thank so you. stick around and happy birthday. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you. I love <laughs> okay. y'all. God bless you. I love y'all. Okay. All right. I'm going to put you on hold. Okay. It's her birthday. Oh, Dr. R. It's your birthday. <laughs> oh. What's this song we sing in the family birthdays? We sing, uh, we always sing the Martin Luther King one, the happy birthday to you. We sing that one. And then we sing um, um, Old Prince, uh, Party Like It's 1999. <laughs> so, Dr. R, you get the party like it's 1999. We're not going to age you, though. We're not going we to tell you age. In 1999, you were... You were just born. You were just born in 1999. <laughs> Someone in the chat room said it's their brother's birthday, too. So. California. Hi there. How are you doing? I'm. This is Linda from Central California. Hi, Linda. How Hi. Are you? I wanted to tell you, I talked to Darlene this morning at length, and um, she's just in the process. She couldn't be here today. She has a a board meeting. They have a board meeting, I guess, every Sunday afternoon. Um, okay. And she she plans on being much more available next week. She said she'll make it a point. Um, she'll try to make it a point of being on every call next week to, to make sure people are updated. And then she's getting things under control, and she feels that we have a straight focus now. I just wanted to relate, relate that. Very good, very good. Glad to hear it. Thank you. Yeah, I was too. Yeah, I just wanted to tell you that. Thank you. 
Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, and put you in hold. All right, good, good, good. That's good news. All righty. California and then Hawaii. Hello, California. Yeah, this is Cindy and Callie. How's everybody? God is good. I will be calling you, and if I I forget to call you after this call, call me because I dropped the ball. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, no, that's okay. got busy there, like, with the meeting and all that, and um, so I just want to say, hey, love is the way, you know? Love is a good thing. People are just deviant, and um, they figure it's legal so they can... Well, much of it's un- illegal. We all know this. The DOD weaponry to the sheriff's departments and on and on and down to the police and what we call transformers. They have, um, me and my friends here call it transformers. They can wear regular street clothes. They can switch to an agent, international cops. There are international police badges on our local police um, uniforms, y'all. If you look at what they're wearing, I haven't got. Yeah, yeah. So when the UN can um, admit it, admit that they take film of children, there's a huge problem in the world because many of the TI homes have children in them, mm-hmm. and it dropped my heart out of my chest that my my nieces went in to use the restroom in my bathroom and it just made me think that they're on camera some kind of way. Maybe, maybe that's just terrible. Uh, These people are not human that do this. And that's kind of what I want to say about that today. But who am I outside of targeting? Um, I'm a Christian. I've been a Christian 40 something years. I'm a Christian college graduate. I was prepped to become a Christian college um, president, um, several black women were. It was a traditionally, historically white institution of learning. And, you know, I thought, well, I'm disabled. I'll, I'll get over my disability, take some rest time from missions and evangelizing or, for orphans in Tijuana, Tecate, Mexicali, um, and, and cities along the border. So I moved back to Northern California, and I noticed that this stuff started in 19, what was it, uh, 94, 96, and it gets, it always gets better, and it gets way worse, and it's just disgusting. So I'm a nice person. I love people. I'm not going to stop loving people. God is my king, and I really don't care about the mind games, the switcheroo, all this FBI, InfraGuard, CIA targeted in my family because of military, you know, we have a lot of military in my family. And so Ford Ord had had a lot to do with this. And Ord is the Office of Research and Development. And at Ford Ord, which is now transferred all up to Fort Lewis, y'all, basically um, they did a lot of testing on especially minorities, minority um, servicemen that did not want to go back to war back to Korea or on to Vietnam. My grandfather was a World War II veteran, and he did not want to go back after seeing all that bloodbath in uh, Europe. Pardon me for that. 
So I think they treated him like a traitor. And then it went on through my family. So my mother's targeted. I'm targeted. My brother and sister, my brothers and sisters lived on that base. And now Fort Lewis, I saw a lot of their cars, Renata, on my last property I lived on. There was um, a Camry parked right near my Camry next to it, and I took pictures of it. I still have those pictures. And they had a Fort Lewis um, type of, record, you know, insignia on a, on a plate in the window. And right behind our cars in the building was an Army veteran and his wife and his brother-in-law had a huge mastiff. I don't know if anybody gets those, but... They used to target me with huge, like, 130-pound dogs, 150-pound dogs. Yeah, they think that. Yeah, I don't know who else has had that, but I have a friend that was a Marine vet, and they did that to him. And he was on dialysis, and they would chase him from his car to his front door, and he was very, very weak. And so... I didn't know about the targeting then. He was teaching me about mind control, and I didn't understand. But nevertheless, I'm a nice person. If they're satanic and they're all that stuff and a bag of chips and Mexican military and agents moving in and being handled by our military to do this to our citizens and further out of the school of the Americas, if anybody follows what I'm saying, the CIA torture schools, out of Fort Bragg. It's terrible. Cindy, it's, you, have it's, a, you have a few more seconds, Cindy. I'm, okay. I'm well, I'm just giving the down low. I'm giving <laughs> some of the down low how they do all this. It's very intricate. It's compounded. And I know my Jesus is of the truth and love, and this is not. I don't care how anybody tosses it up. It's not. And it's it's unlawful, and it's international torture, and we need to treat it as such. Okay, Cindy, thank you. I'm going to put you on hold. Are you there, Cindy? Okay, I'm going to put you on hold because I don't want to just... Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Jesus, now. Have a wonderful day. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Cindy. It wasn't ever broke. Well, you don't know if you haven't tried to blend that there. Clean it first. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Aloha. Aloha. Oh dear. I'm, uh, this is Joanne in Hawaii. Yes. Joanne in Hawaii. I, I work I for the targeted. You, and you are so you are motivating. First, oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I think you are our first Hawaiian. I don't know if you're Hawaiian, but the first person that called from Hawaii. So I'm honored to have you. Well, thank you, dear. I want to share with you quickly. You've all uplifted me. And we've got, I've got a group going over here, what we've chosen to call ourselves as a peaches and cream group. Yes, for targeted <laughs> individuals. The world is not peaches and cream. And women and men are waking up over here to find out it's not peaches and cream. Uh, we've got to walk through this lightly. I'm so motivated okay. to get, get involved. Uh, okay, and help so more let me targeted. ask you a question. Can I ask you a question, please? Yes, ma'am, you bet. Okay, so you say your name is Joanne, correct? Yes. How okay, are you doing? And, and you guys have a group, Peaches and Cream, of targeted individuals in Oh, we're working on it. We're working on it. Yes, I'm pretty well working on it. Uh, okay. it it's like anything in the States. It's quite new, but uh, through uh, the help of the ladies primarily on this talk shows, 
I've realized that uh, we're in dire need and we're really at a good point in life where we can help each other. This uh, Lord of the universe is much bigger than the churches and we are here for a good reason. And I'm willing to walk a mile and help anybody. If we can start in a small community is, for me, the best idea to get to the Supreme Court. So we've got to start small. Uh, my number is 808-658-0318. I've been targeted my whole life. Uh, if anyone would like me to come and help them, I'm willing to walk a mile with anybody with what time I have left on this earth. But uh, it's very, very exciting. I like the woman. There was a woman who was talking about she'd been to the FBI meeting yesterday, and she mm -hmm. said she was so scared to go, and after she walked through it, she realized how easy it was. That's what I'm sharing with the ladies and gentlemen out there. When you get out there and, and put our money where our mouth is, they run, they hide. The people that are doing this are criminals. The laws are lawless. And the more we get out there and let them know that we're not intimidated, no matter what we look like, Words are powerful. Please do not let people need on you. If someone tells you what you need, get away from them. We all know what we need for ourselves. Uh, don't let people should have on you. Don't let people need on you. And gosh, that one word, word I don't care for is can't. Don't ever let anyone say you can't. Uh, there's no reason we can't get out there and start doing more things because it's almost like it's America is the most educated country. And yet we're the last ones really being targeted. But with all of what's going on on these uh, talk programs and the people I'm meeting that are aware that they're targeted, there's no reason we can't start in one community and get a home going for people and walk with them through the minor details. Instead of going to court or going to the hospital, when everyone thinks we're crazy, you have some people with you to go with you. And... That's really what, what's coming up is a, a gathering. People are going to have to get together. Uh, you know, united we stand, divided we fall. God is not the author of confusion or division. And I just get uh, spiritually lifted up every day by more and more people since I've been talking with these lovely ladies on the phone. And uh, I, really, I really like the, I like the uh, walk a mile idea. I really like that. That's something I would definitely do because I enjoy walking. Um, that's a great well, idea for the yes, community yes. to pass out flyers you, you, along the way, talk to people along the way. Yes, you have to. It's it's amazing what I I have them uh, pop up. I mean, I can give you stories. One yesterday, out of the blue, you know, people are popping up with these stories, uh, and I'm just putting them all together. The, the creator is working very very well. I don't know what my call is going to be, but I am ready to get cleaned up find my $3 words, and go back into the civilization world and help people. If anyone wants to come to Hawaii, this is a wonderful place to start. It's small. The targeted individuals, like anywhere, they are everywhere. And you can see the criminals that are doing these activities. Uh, if I have them afraid of me with a couple of more people and a little bit more money, rent is cheap here, homes are very cheap here, uh, that we could, we could do something to help many, many more people here. And if anyone would like to come out here, I'd be more than happy to help them. It's uh, For me, it's exciting because I've been, like all of us have said, we've been alone feeling like we've been isolated. Uh, and now we're not. But uh, thank, thank this creator for uh, the ladies on this program. But many of them are targeted out here, dear. And being an isolated island, it's an ideal place to get something going. There's not big cities over here. Uh, the criminals are uh, 
running rampant and taking advantage of a lot of people that are illiterate over here. We have people that have graduated from schools, our American schools over here. I've got handfuls. They cannot read and write. The United States Education Department is, again, second lowest in the planet. But we have people that can, they're illiterate over here, yet they've been graduating from American schools. That shares, shares with you what I'm dealing with over here. So we get wow. a few people together. Uh, you can, we could do remarkable things over here. All we need to do is start in one community, just one. Help one person out. It uh, doesn't matter what they look like physically. Uh, one fellow on the other talk show was talking about how he looks so terrible. He doesn't want to go out. Well, go out. You're a testimony to what you can still do, just like Job and many people in, in all scriptures. You know, you still go out and be a testimony of what this creator can do through you, no matter how physical you are. Another woman's been scared to go to the pool across the street. I told her, look at dear girl, I can only do so much from here. If you don't get your physical body up and out, no matter how hard they target you, uh, walk with me through it. Call me on the phone. She hasn't been out for months. She called me this morning and she said, I went to the pool. I didn't get hurt. I swam. I did things. I wasn't hit. There we go. Okay, there's an answer to meditation and prayer. More and more of us stand up because they run and hide from us. When you go out there in the daytime, they run and hide. We're dealing with, like the Bible says, it's the last days. Time is up for the dark side. Time is up. It's called last call. And if anyone who is getting into the worldly ways, the materialistic world, they won't be saved. But there is people like us that don't get caught up in the world. And if you walk out there in the world, they run and hide from you. The world is ungodly right now. Seek the truth, and it'll set you free. I love Bob Marley. You know, emancipate your own self. Get out of your mind the box. Get out of the boxes and step out there in faith because you will get people that will want to help you, and the people that are targeting you will walk away. They'll walk away. Most of the people that are dealing with us are just getting paid. They're getting the almighty Caesar's dollar to do uh, ungodly activities. And they're not the guys that are starting it. They're at the top. The Supreme Court's the wealthy people. But if we start with who we have, the guys right in our neighborhoods, uh, I've seen it work. I just need more people. But I I think uh, you folks are all motivating me so, so much. And there's a lot of, again, targeted people over here. And we need help. I'm willing to well, do anything. Well, you know what? If, if people, if, if anyone from Hawaii um, contacts me, do you mind if I um, give them your number? Or should of I call course. Okay. Anywhere in the world. I get a call from Australia. I'm going to get my passport, wherever the, the good Lord leads me. Because it's real Amen. critical. It's very damn critical. If we don't get together, they're going to roll right over us. We all might as well line up for one of those three places, six feet under, prison, or the mental ward. That's where these people want us. Yeah. So if, if, you, if you want to go to one of those places, stay cooped up and don't do a thing for yourself or your neighbors. But if you do care and want to show how God can work for us, God does miracles. I'm an orphan. I've, I have gone through so much through this targeting in my life, and people go, how did you make it? It's, there is miracles. There are miracles. And it can go on even more now. There can be healing going on more now than ever if we get more than one person together. 
And yes, pass my number out because it's okay. it's time to rock and roll. And yes. uh, I have a shirt. I want they want me to run for mayor over here. I speak for the silent ones. That's what I tell the officials, state, county, and federal workers. Hospitals or schools, I speak for the silent ones, whether they be Not children. Yes, yes. Someone has to be the mouthpiece for these people. And I'm willing to get dressed up and go to court any day and talk with them. But if we can start in one small community and help one person that needs to be cleared of the the records, you know, they're all we're all considered crazy. So if you can get a few people to help one lady or one man, I'd be willing to go there and help them. And that intimidates the people that are targeting us. When they find out that you have friends that care about you, they run in scared. Half yes. of the people that bother us, they're, they're perverts. They're criminals that have gotten out of the prisons because the prisons no longer keep pedophilers. You can leave. You can be transferred from a state and county job and be charged a, a, a sentence. But if, it's not a, if, if you haven't been sentenced by a judge, you can go freely around the U.S., so a lot of these people are criminals that are doing this to us. So they're, 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 they're guilty. And they, they squirm when the truth walks around. If you're walking in the truth, they squirm. And all we no, need is a handful like of us. And if we like can prove truth. this in one community, if we can do this in one community with just a handful of people, it'll explode and everybody will go, my goodness, we can all do it. Because none of us have done it yet. We've all been isolated. Well, and thank we'll, you, Joanne. I'm going to go to the next person, but I sure appreciate it. Thank you. Your Good to hear you. Yes, you too. Thank you for and everything I'll, I'll you talk to you soon. for the community. Yes. Okay, thank you so much. Talk to you soon, dear. Aloha. Aloha. I love Hawaii. I've only been to Hawaii once. Now, when I, the next time I go to Hawaii, I'm going to call you, Joanne. You can show me around the island. It's so beautiful, so tropical. I love Hawaii. Hawaii is expensive, though, very expensive. All righty. Okay, now, we're going to get to an actual subject today, but what I want to do right now is I'm going to unmute some New Yorkers because the New Yorkers are playing today. You guys are quiet, New York. You guys are never this quiet. Hello? Good evening. Good evening. Which New Yorker did I unmute? This is Dennis Renata. How you doing? Good, Dennis. How are you? I'm like, where are my New Yorkers at today? Why are you guys being quiet? Must be a game well, No, no. I just wanted to sit back and listen for a change and, you know, soaking up all the stuff. First, I want to say that it, it, it pleases me and I'm overwhelmed that um, the first guy, the new guy, he recognized your greatness. It just wasn't me. You know what I mean? He got on and said, you're, you're the realest person. I, I feel good. You are not a part of the, you're not a part of the organization anymore. So uh, they missed out on a warrior. But I feel selfish that you're all ours now. We don't have to share your time. We get you <laughs> for the whole five hours. Oh, um, so I, I stayed in all week, um, and I was hit pretty bad. But that's okay. Guess what I did, Renata? I looked at um, persons of interest, and I couldn't stop watching. Did wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, Dennis. Did you watch um, season one, episode one? Yes, oh, yes. I went all the way up there. It told some things, Listen, didn't it? 
it, 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 it continually tells things. It's so telling. It's, it's so revealing. See, yeah. what we're dealing with, with, with organized harassment, Renata, is they don't have to put things in books anymore. They put it in your face because they're cocky. Mm-hmm. And from that, from those episodes and that, I realized, in my opinion, this is not about a study. To me, like, what do people do when they don't – everybody likes to be entertained. If they don't have games, what do they do? They play rocks. Some people mm-hmm. play checkers. Some people play chess. Remember back in the days, in the Roman days, everybody was in the arena, right? And they right. threw down the they threw down the uh, the knife. They threw down that slingshot. I think this whole thing with us is a game. It's a game with 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 live pieces. That's mm-hmm. all. That's what I think, and it's it's so amazing. It was so clear to me. But in the end. Even though it's a game for them, they're not getting out of here. Because I believe what that sister just said. They're going to have to answer for everything they do. And I just mm-hmm. want everybody to know that all law enforcement isn't bad because there are law enforcement people going through the same thing. But they suffer in silence because they're scared. They do what they can do, but they're scared. People have to keep their head up. I'm glad I found this community and know we're not in this by ourselves. We got to keep our spirit prayed up. And that's why, Renata, I don't like you to be preoccupied with minutia and don't have people pull your spirit down because you're so useful for us. You're useful for Thank me. You. Thank you very and much. And I need you I need you to stay positive. Mm-hmm. And, and I need to stay positive because that didn't feel good. Those places okay, that, well, I, that, that I reached, Last week I've been here before. God delivered me from that. I'm not going back to that straightforward, say anything, all this arguing, all that low frequency. I don't I don't want to do that. Great. But let me, let me just address something you just said about. Well, I want to tell you who I am. Okay, okay, and I'm going to let you, but let me just, I don't, I, I just don't want to bypass something you said that was very important. When you said not all law enforcement is involved, and that is that is a very true statement. It seems like all of everybody is involved to some targets, but not all of any group, not all police officers, not all people in government, not all fire departments. There's inner circles in all these places. Yes. That's what I believe. Yes. And so you yes. are correct that not, law, not all law enforcement is involved, and you said something else very important, that some law enforcement people are actually targeted but remain silent. And yes. That is evident with Christopher Dorner a couple of years ago in Los Angeles. He was a Los Angeles police um, policeman, and he was being workplace harassed by his fellow yes. officers. And yes. he snapped never, never, never to justify what he or anyone else did, but he committed some mass murders as a result of him going over the edge, not being able to handle the targeting that he was receiving inside of the police department. And, again, it's not justifying it. I'm just stating facts. That's what happened. And later, you know, they went to his um, social media, and he had been documenting it all there. Well, eventually, you guys know how that story ended. They burned Mm -hmm. him up inside of a cabin and everything. So I just didn't want to rush over that. I am going to let you say what you need to say, but you are correct. There are people inside of the police department that are being targeted, <laughs> you know, and they're they're afraid to speak up. You know, they have that whole code of honor, a code of silence or whatever you call it, that whole brotherhood, sisterhood thing going on.
going on. So you are correct. We should not feel that every single officer is involved because they're not. So that's all I wanted to say. Go ahead, Minister. Wow. I'm glad you're just so knowledgeable of that. You know, what happens is we, we, we just so demonize law enforcement so much. But we're people, and people are people, and, and you don't know what people are promised. Like like mm-hmm. she said, the Caesar coins, you know, people are so preoccupied, and they want to be accepted. They want to be popular. But what about being different and great? So who mm-hmm. I am, I'm great. I'm generous. So most of the times I'm honest. I'm a realist. I'm a skeptical. I'm very skeptical. And I'm analytical and a free thinker. So when when you have those type of qualities, and I'm friendly, I'm sociable, I like to go out, I like to dance, I like to do things. When you have those type of qualities and you're not a drone, meaning you, you march to the beat of the drum, you're going to come under attack. Okay. And, and that's just what it is. And, and And no matter what we go through, we're still living. We're still living. We got to keep on moving. It gets tough. Yes, it's tough. You have to remain calm. You have to be steady, and you can't let people take you out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. If you know you know what they're doing. See, I'm a person I don't like to tape them, record them, do this and do that, because I don't want to get caught up can get in, consumed with it. So although mm-hmm. I, I love this community, I love you, and I would love to speak to other people, uh, other targets, and be around them, I can't be consumed with it because mm-hmm. you still have to live. you got to pay your bills. You should go out, you should have fun, you should go to church, you should go to the gym, and when you get caught up in it, it sidetracks you, it consumes you, it becomes a way of life, and I can't have that. So um, that's all, Renata. Very good. Thank you so much. You're a nice guy, very nice guy, I can tell. Blessings. Very wise. You're wise. Right, and you know you have a good point about not being consumed. We talk about that all the time, where we have to have that perfect balance. If there is a such thing as a perfect balance, nothing's perfect, but we have to at least, you know, attempt to get to that place where we're kind of balancing things out, and we're still doing the things we enjoy and doing the things we need to do. There are things, there are necessities in life that we have to do, you know. Um, and we have to, we have to, you know, just just balance it all out. It it is it is these it gives these people great joy to know that they are renting space in our heads twenty four seven. That's what they're mm-hmm. 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 You can't let that happen. So thank you. I'm gonna put you on hold. You're welcome, sister. Where the rest of my New Yorkers at? Y'all New Yorkers is playing today. If I know anybody who's not shy, it's New Yorkers. Y'all are not shy. So I'm going to unmute the New Yorkers. Hello? Here's another New Yorker. Hello? There's a shy New Yorker. Okay, I'll put you on hold. There's a bunch of New York people come to this call. Hello? Hello? All right, nobody's there. All right, star eight, if you would like to speak. You haven't had a chance to speak yet. Hello? Hello. All right. Well, do not start eight and then leave your phone. I know it takes a while sometimes. Hello. 
Hi, Renata. It's Karen. Hello, Karen. How are you? Oh, fine. Thank you so much. Um, I was wondering, I'm not really sure about your protocol of your calls, but I'm feeling this need to get a little prayer out for the FFCHS or whatever group, uh, TI group, or we we care about today. If you do that kind of thing on your call, maybe at the end we could say a little prayer. Go right ahead. We can do it right now. Okay, I'm not a good prayer sayer, but I'll give it my best. Okay, speak from okay. my heart. Okay. Okay, dear Lord, we come to you today with bowed heads and um, weakened hearts and, and pleading minds, asking for your mercy and your grace fall upon all of us here, targeted people, regardless of what group we belong to, to bring us comfort and joy. Let us see what your joy and love is like again in the world. Blot out this darkness for us. Bring us to the light. Bring us to the truth. Help this atrocity become, and all the other atrocities going on in the world, help bring your light to this, Lord. And bring my, my brothers and sisters to a place of comfort today, tomorrow, and for as long as we can make it last. Um, in any way, shape, or form that you have helped me, Lord God, you have every day carried me through these hard times. And I know you carry the rest of my brothers and sisters. For that, we're so very grateful for your love and your support. And uh, we pray today that you bless every person on this call every targeted individual, every family member, every living creature on the face of the earth. We pray in their name that you save us and come help us. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. And I just want to continue the prayer. Lord, we ask your blessings over this community, Lord. Lord, we know that you are not the author of confusion. We ask you, Lord, to bless each and every targeted individual in their household, Lord. Keep us strong, Lord. When the enemy wants us to think that we are all alone, we remember that your word says that you will never leave us or forsake us, Lord. And we just ask your peace, Lord. We ask you to help us through this long suffering. We ask you to help us to continue to run this race, Lord. You said those who endure to the end shall see God, Lord. And we plan to make it all the way through every test, every trial, every tribulation, Lord. We will trust you, Lord. We will run for you, Lord. We will continue down this path, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for every blessing, Lord. We thank you for every trial, every tribulation, Lord, because you said that it would all work together for our good if we love you. And we do love you, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done and for everything you're going to do. Help us to hold on to that measure of faith that you have blessed us with, Lord, that you have given us as a birthright, Lord. You have given us a measure of faith, Lord, and we hold on to that faith, Lord, and we say thank you, Lord, because we know that every single thing is going to work together for our good. We know that no weapon, Lord, none, no weapons of mass destruction, Lord, no weapons of mind control, no weapons of stalking, no weapons formed against us shall prosper, Lord. We know this, Lord, and we thank you, Lord. We thank you for everything, Lord. We command the enemy out of this community in the name of Jesus. And I just want to say thank you, Lord, for keeping all of us strong, Lord. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Donna. I needed that. Thank you so much. I really needed thank to hear you. that today. 
Thank you for bringing it up. And you know what? We should pray. We have to pray. That's where we. That's where our strength. The Lord said that our strength comes from above, and we have to just reach up there and bring it down. We can't give up. We can't give in. We cannot let the enemy win. We can't. And I really thank you for bringing that up. Hi, Renata. Hi, Karen. Hi. That was beautiful. I I just joined, but that's very nice, you know. Okay, I'm just going to unmute everybody for a moment because you guys have been patiently waiting online. I'm just going to unmute everyone. Please speak one at a time. Keep your background quiet. No one dominate the call. And then I'm going to put everybody back on hold, and we're going to go through just some basic uh, targeting definitions for the people who um, who have requested that we just kind of sh- bring them up to speed on targeting because they're new to the community. Okay, so everybody is unmuted. Go right ahead. Renata? Yes. And I just want to tell you, thank you for holding the space of a call that, you know, that, you know, I know that I'm able to get on every Sunday. Not always am I able to speak because, you know, of course, I have my little one that I'm taking care of. But um, I really would like for anybody that's interested, I found out today, I thought it was next week, my daughter leaves on Thursday, and even though I spoke to the woman that she's going to be going with, I still am. Stop. I go. Can you okay, hear me? somebody mute your phone. Somebody, oh, Lord, do you throw with the noise? All right. Um, Keith, Keith, I think you can tell who that is. Can you let me know, Keith, if you're still on the call? And let me know where the noise is coming from. Go ahead, Cassie. We're listening. So I go back and forth with, um, you know, is she going to be okay? Am I going to be okay with taking care of him for 10 days? Um, Right now I have some respiratory thing going on and some other medical things I need to to give attention to. But anybody... Oh, Lord, please mute your phone. Please, somebody... Hold on, Kathy. Okay. Hold on a second. Okay. Uh, Let's see. All right. Kathy, start eight. Okay. Hello. Hi, Renata. Um, My name is Kayla, and I have a little cold, so my voice is not so clear. But are you saying Kayla? Yeah. Okay. Um, right. I'm wondering. Name. I'm wondering if you um, know of any help for housing in the San Francisco Bay Area. Is that where you are? You in San Francisco? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> and, I'm in Oakland. Uh, which, which area are you in? Well, I just moved um, from, I was living near San Francisco State University, mm-hmm. and I just left the area, but I'm, someone told me that you might um, have some information on um, a place where people can live. I'm, I, I'm working part-time, 
and um, I'm still driving. Um, I have an active life. Uh, someone today told me that you may know some information about housing, um, so I thought I'd ask. I really do not. I know I sympathize for anyone who needs housing in the Bay Area because it is super expensive here, especially in San Francisco. Um, I don't. If anyone on this call knows of any housing in um, the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, anywhere around the Bay Area, please let us know. I'm sorry, I do not. I really... can't even think of anyone looking for roommates or anything. Um, if you send me an email and anything comes up, I will definitely let you know. Okay. What's a good email? Um, R-E-M, okay. M, like Murray, okay. U, like Umbrella, and the number two Okay. at hotmail.com. Are you a targeted um, person? Yes. Are you targeted? Yes. Okay. Gosh. So, so where did you say you're staying right now? Uh, do you have a safe place to stay now? Yeah, right now I do have a safe place. Um, I'm in transition, but I think I'm wondering, you know, when I live alone, sometimes the targeting is worse. And so I'm wondering if it's better to stay active in a shared community. Um, okay. So you're looking for shared housing. I don't know. You know, the the, the TIs here are sort of not, you know, they don't mingle too much in this area, the ones that I know anyway. Um, But if if anything comes up, I will definitely let you know. So send me an email with your telephone number. Sure, sure. Thanks so much, Renata. No problem. Thank you. Did you want to say anything else? Did you want to talk about anything else? You know what? I'm I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen for now. Um okay. I've heard some great things about your call. So uh thanks for having thank me you. on thanks for having me here. Okay, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stick around. We're gonna actually get to um to a are you newly targeted? Let me ask you that. No. Um Okay. No. Oh, okay. All righty. So hang around please. Okay. Okay, Kathy, is that you? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue, please. So I would just like to say that since Tara's leaving on the um, Thursday, if anybody's willing to just call and check in to see how I'm doing, it'll be for 10 days that she's gone. Um, and, you know, I have to to watch my grandson and... um. I'm still, I go back and forth with this because um, the attorney called her and said, I want money before you leave the country. So, you know, that concerned me also. And then my phone has just gotten way out of control. And you know that yourself because we spoke and the things that were going on. So mm-hmm. if anybody out there is willing to just give me a call and check on me, Renata, you have my phone number, and it's okay to give it out. Yeah, and I, I definitely will call you as well. Yeah, All right, well. And I just want to thank you for being there and being of great support. And 
you know, you've been a lifesaver for me. Well, thank you. I give God all the credit. Thank you, though. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. All right. Uh, and you'll be okay. We'll definitely be in touch, and, and others will be in touch with you, too. I know how that is. Her daughter is leaving the country, for those of you who don't know, and she's really very extremely worried, even though her daughter is an adult. As you know, we never stop being parents, no no matter how old your child is. And she suspects that there's some targeting and um, involved, and so she's naturally worried, like any of us would be. Yeah, and I, and I know this attorney has been part of this, and the fact that he called her and said, I want money before you leave the country just really started me thinking again. And I don't want to overthink anything, but, it, you know, it's been a big, you know the whole story, and I don't need to go into that. But um, it, it, it concerns me, greatly concerns me. So I appreciate any prayers, anything, anybody that would be willing to call and check on me and my grandson, and like I said, I've I've been sick myself, and I went to the doctor and put in a call today with no return calls, and yeah, I'm going to be taking my car in, and I'm not feeling really well, you know, really good about that. It seems like wherever I go, it's like they know I'm coming or I'm targeted, and yesterday I was targeted very heavily, very heavily targeted. So thank you for allowing me to speak. You're welcome. All righty. Okay, you guys, let's try this again because I I know how it is um, sitting on hold for a long period of time. So I'm trying not to do that, but it gets so chaotic. That's why. So if you have something to say, please make it very brief because I do want to get to a topic within the next five minutes or so. Um. And keep your background quiet. If you know that you have a noisy background, please mute yourself. I just really don't like keeping people on hold forever because I know how that feels. Um, Okay, three people have just been unmuted. Say what you'd like. Oh, I tried to get in touch with Keith, and I don't know if he's still on or not. He is. I just unmuted him. Keith, are you there? He probably... um, Stepped away from the phone. It's good to call Karen and get my telephone number, please. It's Alice. I need to get in touch with him. Thank you. Okay. All right. I got it. Call, you say call Karen? Call Karen. She has my number. And if you call me, I'll call you right back. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Others are unmuted. You guys, if- go ahead. Okay. Hello. Anybody want to say anything? I'm muted. I've, the got, rest I've got a great. Aloha. It's me, Hawaii. Hello, Hawaii. Hello, dear girl. Listening to all the, listening to all the folks lately on the uh, chat line made me uh, realize that. Uh, the whistleblowers are wonderful. You know, you were complimenting the folks that work for our state, federal, and county that are fed up with this targeting also that have stepped up to bat. I was thinking back while I was muted. The first person I can remember who hopefully maybe somebody could contact at least some of these people for us or for me, but Oliver North was the first guy that really publicly 
from his high places came out and said the military was asking him to do things he didn't want to do anymore. Oliver North, he's a targeted individual. Get me his phone number. We'll say hi to him. But many of these officials, like you said, they're spiritual. And some don't even know it. And they're willing to step out and, and stand up for themselves also. And if we can incorporate them into our plans here, we're all new. This is all new. But to contact some of these, uh, what they call me too, it's whistleblowers. You know, the ones that are in high places that have gotten to predicaments would be an excellent idea, and it would give me something to do. I think some people like Oliver North would be happy to hear about us, and there is people that would probably love to help us out if they knew that work in state, county, and the federal jobs. Because there are good people all over. You just have to seek them out. That's it. Very true. Thank you. Anyone oh, else? Thank you. If if you are on mute, star eight. If you would like to speak, some people have themselves on mute, so I don't want to just uh, unmute you. But star eight, if you're on mute, Renata, 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 I've been yes. trying to talk into a muted mic here. I've been trying to hit buttons, and I keep hitting the wrong button. Oh, somebody's going to interrupt now because I'm trying to talk. Okay, uh, Keith, can you tell me who that is? Keith can tell where the noise is coming from. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Somebody's going to do that, and I'm going to tell you who I think it is, and you can try muting them. I think I know who the person is who always makes noise when I'm on the call. It's either Southern California or California. I'm not saying all Southern California or California people, but there are two people from those places who always make noise when I come on the call. I wanted to say something about collaborating with each other, and I know that guys are sensitive because we're all traumatized and post-traumatic stress disorder leaves us very sensitive. Mm-hmm. All right, there's noise now. I can't hear. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what, you guys? I have really tried. Okay, so I want you to start eight when I mute everybody, okay? All right. Okay. I've tried to have everybody unmute it, but it just doesn't seem to work out. Okay. Let me see. Okay, start eight. Hello? Yeah, that's me. Thank you. I just wanted to say something about collaborating. I want to say, you know, we're all sensitive. We all get our feelings hurt really easy. And um, I saw a situation the other day kind of blow up, and both people got their feelings hurt, and both, both of them dumped off the line and didn't stay on and resolved the issue. And they both had really good points. And this is an example of how things get in the way of us moving forward. Keith had a great idea about his registry. Darlene misunderstood what he was doing and came in with some criticism. Well, okay, her criticism was harsh, but it was reality. It was good. It was good knowledge, what she had to say. For example, the exposure that would be involved with that would be blah, 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 blah. Well, it hurt his feelings, and it hurt her feelings that they didn't agree with one another, and they both jumped off the call, when in reality, had they stayed on the call and discussed it and not been having their feelings hurt or feeling rejected, we could have discussed the fact that, yeah, he has a great idea, but it's only for volunteers. And the volunteers could be alerted to the alerts that she's bringing up, all the possible hazards 
that she's bringing up, there can be a disclaimer in that, and we could have worked together to have actually accomplished something if both of those people hadn't been so hurt or feeling like they were being, you know, being upset about the other person conflicting with their idea. I'm just saying that all of us are highly reactive and it ends up being destructive in the long run. We kind of have to sit things out when we don't agree with other people and wait online and figure out a way to resolve it regardless of what the issue is because we have to work together. And had those two worked together, we would have something in place today that would have been valuable for a lot of people. Possibly. Well, according to Keith, um, it, you know, he could bring it back. You know, he could bring his TI registry back, you know, at any yeah, moment. Yeah, well, I thought it was a great idea. And she was under the misconception that people would be signing on, you know, and, and exposing themselves to blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, maybe they are, but maybe they're willing. Some people are so desperately alone that they're willing to take that risk because they feel like they are. everybody knows where they're at anyway. And those are the people that wanted to go and join him in that endeavor because they felt it was extremely helpful for their situation. So instead of blowing the whole thing up and having everybody angry, I'd love it if people would come back together and work together and say, yeah, Darlene, you're right, we need to put that as a disclaimer and notify them that this is a possibility of being expo- of the exposure, but a lot of those people don't care. They're so desperate. They're so lonely. They're so alone. So well, I, I thought I, I, I gave my support to Keith from day one because I think it is a marvelous idea. It is much needed. It will help people, you know, with the isolation piece, but also to feel a little bit safer and to feel that someone really cares about their well-being. Um, but on, on the same token, I did share with Keith that it would be nice to put some other safety measures in place just because of the nature of what we're dealing with. Um, and I did mention to him disclaimers, and I think he did that. So I think it's a good idea um, to do yeah. the registry. But also what yeah, I, I told too. Keith last night on his call is that a lot of people in this community seem to think that they need permission to do things. It would be very nice to have the support of an organization, but it's not necessary. He can still do his registry without anybody's permission. And it's one of those things where word of mouth will go a long way. So for those of us, because I'm one of the people who did sign up for his registry, for those of us who who try it out and we really like it, we're naturally going to tell other people, and it will catch on throughout the community. So you don't have to have anybody's permission. It would be nice, you know, but... You don't have to. I, I also want to say something else. I don't. A lot of people are afraid of becoming high profile for fear that their targeting will get worse, and that is not necessarily the case at all. I want people to know that some people do feel retaliatory issues that are being waged against someone. They make an effort to be an activist, but it mm-hmm. is not necessarily true in every case. So keep right. that in mind. Well, no, if we don't want to become paranoid, you know what I'm saying? It's like these exactly. people who target us, trust me, they know your first, middle, and last name. They know the size shoe you wear, the size clothes you wear. You know, they, they know all of this. They know who you are. I mean, there's no secret. So we don't and want, I want to become paranoid to the point where we're not taking care of ourselves and taking care of one another. And I think sometimes actually becoming more high profile might actually be to your advantage, like some of the people who want to be on a registry. So, and I feel in my particular situation, it has helped me as well, becoming more high profile, becoming more well known, but but having some, you have to have some semblance of credibility. Otherwise, 
just useless. And some people, it doesn't make a difference. They have a semblance of credibility, and it's when they speak out, they do feel like their targeting has increased. Everybody's different. Everybody's situation is different. So I want you to know that also the activism stuff. I, I was terribly fearful at first to even step out my door, let alone do activism. Well, it takes a lot of courage to make that first step, folks. And I want to personally speak up as a coward, the biggest coward in the room. I was horrified to step out of my own home. But I finally had to do it, and I said to myself, I'm going to take my shielding, I'm going to take my ice packs, I'm going to take everything I do with me, and I don't care, I have to do this thing. And nothing bad happened. So I'm just saying, kind of when you expect things and you're prepared for it, but you go ahead fearlessly into the world doing whatever the heck it is you're self-determining you're going to do that's good for the world. You should do it. Take your shielding with you. Take stuff with you to protect yourself but, and expect the worst, but go forward bravely. It, these people are cowards. I have stood up to one guy took, came in the middle of the night with a knife to my throat, woke me up in my sleep, to, wanted to tie me up. And I faced death at that moment in the dark and said, give it your best shot, a-hole, because you are going to be looking over the sh- your shoulder for the rest of your life. They'll never stop looking for you. And my mouth started going. And I stood up to the fact I was facing death at that moment in time. And that coward ran. These are cowards. These are not people that will stand up in your face. If you stand up to them like a normal person for your own rights, If you're fearless, if you say, I don't care what happens to me, but I'm going to do what's right today, and I'm going to go out there and do this, that, and the other, and I'm going to be self-determining, you can do these things. You can do them, and you'll feel better, and you get courage every time you're successful with something. Even if you get hit, you've got your shielding with you, you've got your ice packs, whatever. You're going to expect it, you're going to move on, and it's going to be okay. So I just wanted to give that note of encouragement and courage to people to make that first step, to be brave, to don't be afraid to speak out in a credible fashion or with other people around you. You know, do it in the right way. Don't make dumb mistakes, but be fearless. Go forward, speak your mind, act like a regular citizen who still has rights. Yes, thank you. I'm going to unmute some of these other people since I had to mute everything. Okay, so thank you. Yeah, do you mind if I... Go ahead, uh, Keith. Go ahead. Okay, well, you know, I appreciate that, Karen. You know, but, uh, and of course, the only thing I'm a little bit kind of uh, curious about is about, you know, you kind of making the statement that I got my feelings hurt. And, um, you know, I think I'm a little bit uh, beyond that point. Uh, You know, I think I was just legitimately upset, okay? So there's a difference there. Uh, But, you know, essentially, Darlene, uh, she, her, her innuendo was was that I was trying to get the list, and I think there's other people that could vouch for this, that she, uh, she made several comments about me wanting the list of, uh, of well, really, actually, both FFCHS and, um, and Neil. And, of course, that was never my intention, and, of course, it was always voluntary from the get-go. But, uh, you know, what really kind of uh, pushed the envelope for me was when she said, well, she said, well, she's, I'm not, she said, I'm not going to give Keith uh, the names of everybody on the FFCH, FFCHS membership and their addresses and their zip codes. I mean, she, she, you know, she even said zip codes, and, and then she went on about that, and I, you know, I finally just stepped up. I said, Darlene, I said, I never once asked for that information and never inferred that I was wanting that information. This was a grassroots effort that I was building from – my, you know, from my home base or what have you, and, and, and 
in my circle of acquaintances, and I didn't appreciate the innuendo that she was laying out there that I was that I was wanting to get information because the subtle the subtle innuendo is is that I, that I'm an inf- information agent. So that's why I was upset. And um, and then another thing you were talking about about collaboration. And, you know, it, it really almost seems to me like that maybe you're trying to get some fingers pointed at me as kind of being the dissenting voice within the community, and maybe I'm the one that, that's not cooperating. Well, let me ask you this, ma'am. Uh, I was the one that opened up a, a essentially an alternative conference call for freedom from covert surveillance and harassment last night, and where was Darlene Miles? Okay, now I know there's some things going on right now, but listen, I'm not the one that's uh, you know that that's not collaborating. I've been working for on the on the on the behalf of the TI community, so you know I think your perspective is a little bit skewed. And uh, but anyway, we're not. I appreciate you allowing me to share that. Okay, all right. So we don't want to. Okay, thank you, Keith. I just I'm trying to get to the point where we are just kind of done with all of that because I just, that frequency is, is too low for me. And, um, and there, and, and, and I wanted to give you the opportunity to respond, Keith. Um, so thank you for that. But that, that I'm just trying to get past that because there are real victims that, that really um, need our help, you know, to get through some of this targeting. So if we just stay in that place, we'll never get anywhere. You know, we will never get anywhere. So there are five people that have their uh, buttons pushed, and I'm going to unmute you guys, and then after that, that'll be it for now because I really want to get to a topic, and it's almost been three hours now. So please make your comment very brief, like a minute or less, please. Hello? Hello? All right, back on mute. All righty. Hello. Okay. Um, first off, I'd like to know what time did this discussion start? I'm in Ohio. Okay. Um, I'm trying to start within the next five minutes or so. No, I meant the program. When did the program start? Oh, it's when did you 12, start receiving calls? 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 12? Sunday, 12 noon. On, oh. uh, on Yes, and on California time, Pacific Standard Time. So that is 3 Eastern. Oh, 3. That sounds more like it. <laughs> oh, okay, so you're on the East Coast. Okay. Yeah, I'm in Ohio. Yes, yes. So 3 okay. for you three every o'clock. Sunday. Every Sunday. Okay. And okay. as far as the topic is concerned, after you do the topic, could you please tell me just a little bit about what the FBI, FBI um conversation was and are they will they help us well you know what i didn't go to that meeting and we have been asked i've asked several times throughout this call if anyone went to let us know but i haven't heard anything yet so hopefully someone will let us know before the end of this call okay get on okay so you don't know if the fbi is going to help us or not i don't know i don't know the status i've not heard but okay Uh, that's fine Okay, I, that's all I wanted to know. Let somebody else have their turn. Thank you. Thank you. If anyone knows the status of the FBI, if they're willing to help the TI community, what was the premise of the call yesterday? How did that whole meeting go? Please let us know. We are interested. Oh, Ken Rose is here. Good. 
Um, hello. Hi, Renata. This is Donna. Hello, Donna. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. This call has just been amazing, wonderful, oh. so edified. Um, yeah. Hi, Karen. Um, hi, Kathy. I just wanted to say uh, something about getting out there and being an activist. I agree, but I think that we need to listen to the Holy Spirit and really let the Holy Spirit uh, quicken us to do certain things. Because I know um, out of fear and torture and all that, you jump out there and you start in desperation trying to recruit people. And in in my case, um, I went to a new place and it kind of repelled some of the people, my desperation. Not, Not... desperation physically as much as I had had it, but desperation and wanting to know and be known for what was going on. And um, I just really think that you have to really walk with a lot of discretion about it and let the Holy Spirit open up certain things as you go. Um, I'm on Facebook now. I put some amazing stuff out there um, about uh, targeting a video and other things, and I just got tortured. Really, I got hit so hard, so so hard, mm-hmm. and it scared me as it was meant to do. Um, so that's about what I wanted to say. Actually, um, we can't be afraid, but but at the same time, I do believe we have to really call on the Holy Spirit, listen to Him. Most definitely. Most definitely. Okay. Yeah, you know, these doors kind of shut down for me, and then I start thinking. And so if those doors kind of shut down for a time or forever or whatever, uh, then just look at other ways, you know, with discretion that they might open up more. That's, yeah. that's the take on it anyway. Unless okay. you just open yourself up for being, a lot of, being hurt a lot, and I... I'm watching people going through that, and it's it's really hard to watch that. Yeah, you know. Mhm. Okay, thank you, Donna. I have, I'm going to try to unmute these last few people so we can get to our topic. Thank you. Bye. Thank you very much. Glad you're doing well. Okay, you guys, can you make it really quick, like one minute or less? I have got to get to this topic for the new people. Get to the topic. Get to the topic. Hello. Oh, I, hello. I'm ready to get to the topic. This is Hawaii. Okay. Oh. I'm gonna put you on. <laughs> put you on you know, here. thanks so much. You you really have. It's so priceless. Everybody's told you, but even having a prayer on this uh, telephone is just. It's blowing my mind. I've had such a tough go at it, and I really can't tell you how thankful I am, and many many other people. And that lady was right about how you have to be when you go out there. But for me, I I save my enthusiasm for you ladies and gentlemen that are on the telephone. And then when I hang up, I go back to doing like that other woman said, acting normal. You can't go out there looking for people, you know, but they come to you. The spirit will lead you. And you are priceless, dear one. Uh, you're very priceless, all of you. And thank God for voting. Because the way I yes. look at it, I don't know much about this talk stuff either. And I was with the other group. And you know what? We voted. They're voted out. So let's move on with life. 
Bow out yes. gracefully, dear yes. people. Yes. And yes. let us move on together. If you really, truly care, like I love that, that lady, Darlene, and many of you, if you care about us that are targeted, you know, then drop drop it and let's get together. Let those that were elected thank God for voting. And let's move onward because I'm Amen. so excited to get going on with this. It's been quite hard for me also since I've been on this, I, I call this line been very awkward odd odd things have been going on and when i found out there was no organization and 10 years they've been in service um i was scared and i uh, talked about it on the telephone and i was cut off many times but i thank you all for uh being elected and hopefully the men and women can just move aside if their hearts are clean move aside the people have voted and let them okay. have a go at it all right I'm so, thank you okay thank, thank you, you dear uh-huh no problem yeah, we have to move forward, you guys. I, I, I can't stay in that place. I'm sorry. You guys can go right on with the drama if that's what you feel you need to do, but I can't. I will not because I know that that drama that's happening in this community right now, that's just another tactic, just another tactic. And there are people falling by the wayside. I don't think people realize how um, serious it is. You know what I mean? Like people actually – feel so hopeless that they commit suicide because they have no one to talk to because they have questions but no answers, you know, and maybe someone on this call could be the person to give them the answer, but they hang up five hours later still in the same state of mind that they were in, you know, and can't we can't let that happen. I, I see the tactics here. I see it, and I saw it real clear over the last two weeks with all this purpose that was happening. You know, they were sending my way. So we have to rise above all of that. You know, let just let the chips fall where they may. All of that is unnecessary drama. That's the way I see it. And I'm so glad to be out of it. I, I remove myself from the chaos and the drama. I, I don't need it. And you guys don't need it either. Okay. I'm going to unmute Ken after this one, and that will be it. We're going to go to our topic. Hello? Going back on mute. All right. Mr. Rhodes, we're all worried about you. Hello, Mr. Rhodes. We are worried about you. How are you? Uh, oh, I'm I'm fine, Renata. But I'm gonna make one statement, Renata, that the okay. people and this is only my opinion, if you think if anybody not only target individuals, but anybody in America if you think the FBI is going to help you, you're very delusional. They're the, they're the white law, the, the arm of the law for the New World Order. They just, the FBI is the one that just killed Lavoy Levinikin. And so they do not care who they killed. They will never help us. And like I say, that's my opinion. I just got back from where they murdered Lavoy this morning. And I had to cry the way they the way they murdered him. So if any TI or any American thinks that they're going to help us out, they're never going to help us. This is this is sad the state that our country's got into. Okay, That's so what I'm saying, what does, let me just for the people who don't know what we're talking about. First of all, are you still up in Oregon? Are you still there? No, I'm still here. I got okay. Tuesday. Tuesday will be. We'll be going to 
back up to the trial for Pete. Then Thursday, we're leaving okay. here to go to Utah to LaVoy's funeral that they okay, murdered. So, so let me just bring people up to speed, um, if you don't mind, Ken, because not everyone knows what we're talking about. Okay. okay. Ken, Ken Rose is a serious pillar in, in this targeted individual community. He fights for all of us, even those of us who don't know that he fights for us. He does. Um, not only that, he has financially helped many targeted individuals, and it's nothing new. We're talking years he's been doing this, behind the scenes. Um, he is a beautiful soul, beautiful. I can't stress that enough. Um, not only does he fight for this targeted community, but he fights for anybody being targeted in any kind of manner in any part of the world. He will travel there, and he goes there, and he helps. So you guys may have seen this whole issue that's going on up in Oregon where the uh, the government is seizing the land of the ranchers. Uh, Ken has gone there with other people. There's a whole militia of people there, including Pete Santelli, who is a radio talk host. Um, and they, they've been up there for over a month and they've been fighting for the ranchers' um, right to maintain their land, which the government has been burning and doing other things to seize their land, which is which all falls under Agenda 21, which we talked about about a month or so ago on this call, how the government is going, we're going to see more of these land grabs, more of these land takeovers, because they're trying to enslave us all. So Ken has been putting his very life on the line with others up there. Um, last week, Tuesday, I believe it was, one of the members that is there with Ken was uh, gunned down by the police. And there's a YouTube video online um, about that. And uh, he was part of, of the group that Ken is up there with. So Ken is saying the FBI is the person or, or the people, the group, the um, um, police group um, that actually shot this guy. And so he's saying that he doesn't believe that the FBI will help this community. And he brought that statement in because the TI community went to meet with some FBI people yesterday. So Ken is saying he doesn't believe the FBI will help at all. So just to bring you guys who don't know what we're talking about up to speed. So Ken's here to give us the update. So he's still there in Oregon. People are in jail that were part of his group. Ken is saying they're going to visit some of those people tomorrow, and then the funeral will be later this week. Go ahead, Ken. Sorry. About okay. This is LaVoy Fennekin. I talked to that man many times, and I sat him down because I got to know him real well. I said, LaVoy, you know they're using, and I gave him the paper that Dave Hodges wrote, will the mind control technology be used on America, on Oregon Patriots? Yes, they will. And it was wrote by Dave Hodges on the Common Sense Show. Now, when I get back home, I'm going to be trying to get back in touch with Dave Hodges. Because for somebody who wrote an article like he did, he talked about the V2K and everything. Somebody had he had to dig and do a lot of a lot of research to figure it out. But he's got it figured out. So anyway, I was talking to Lavoy about that. He said, "Kenny, I find that hard to believe." And Pete stepped over and said, "Lavoy." They are doing this to millions of Americans. He said, you know what, Kim, when, when this is over, when I'm back home in Arizona, 
He owns a huge ranch, a large ranch. He's a multimillionaire. He said, "You come down there and sit down, and I'm gonna." And he's and now he's the guy that brought out lawyers for the for the militia that talked. I mean, he's got that kind of money. He brought a lawyer out to talk to the news and everything. He said, "I'm gonna put a, a, re- a research team on this. I'm gonna find out about it." Well, guess what? He's the one that got killed. He's the one that got murdered by the FBI. They, this sheriff up here wouldn't stand up for the people. He turned all his power over to the FBI. So he, so he's now he's no longer he just sees the greatest soul that I probably ever talked to. So if people think the FBI is going to help us, I think they're delusional. But you know, everybody says, well, there may be one good one. Well, I haven't met one yet. I, an FBI agent the other day when we went to a news conference. He was standing there with his arms across his chest, and I walked up to him because he was just watching because Alvin Bundy was talking to the head negotiator of the act. I said, sir, do you have any kids? He said, yes, I do. I've got three. I said, why don't you go home tonight while they're sleeping, look into their eyes, and, t- and say, is this world I want my kids to grow up in? I said, let your soul and your heart tell you whether you're doing the right or wrong man shook my hand and thanked me, but he was cold. So I, I don't know what his thought was. I couldn't, I couldn't read his thoughts, even though he could read mine probably. But still, the FBI is the long arm of the law that's for the New World Order. So that, that's what I'll tell you. If you well, Ken, I, I, read, I read in the paper uh, yesterday, somewhere online, that there's a guy, and I can't call his name, but there's a guy, and when you guys first started your protest up there, he was against it because he said it didn't make any sense and, it, you know, you guys should not be protesting. He was he was dead set against it. But then he changed his stance. He said when he saw that video and he saw how they killed that guy in cold blood, I don't know what this guy's name is, but he said he now he is calling for everybody up there to protest. So now he's on you guys' side. And then also they said in the paper that there are four people that are uh, that are left. Like everybody has pretty much disbanded and went on their way except for four people, and they're asking for those four people to just leave and go home. Are you part of the four, or is there more people up there that they're just not recording? No, or what? no there is only four left in there, and then four mm-hmm. say that they – that they want, they'll die before they'll walk out and go to jail because they don't figure they've done any crime to go to jail. And so they're, they're dead set, but they will kill them. They don't have no problem killing them. The only reason they're letting them live right now because the judge up here has already said as long as anybody's in that compound, she's not going to release anybody. There's like 10 or 11 people. I went, I went to court last Friday for Pete. She said nobody's going to get released until them people are all out of there. Well, them, so they're letting them people live right now because they don't want to want, they don't want anybody being able to get released. That's their strategy, I think. So, yeah, there is there is four, and we're going to be later today posting up one guy called, he called Deb and said, I don't trust anybody but you. I don't want you to ask me any questions. I want to tell you about my history of my life. And he he said then I then I and I don't if you would don't make any comment about what you think about me after this is over. But guess what? I listened to this guy and 
If you get a chance, go and listen to that. Kandair post up. He's a target individual. He talks about how the police always harassed him, how his own parents tried to get him in a mental ward because there was something wrong with him. They want to shoot him up with drugs. So he is he is a target individual, as far as I'm concerned, because of what he had to say. And it's very, it's very sad that they can do this to us. But they're not only doing it to us. The whole United States is being targeted. So when Darlene says everybody's targeting it, that's one thing I do agree with her on. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? You guys are taking a stand, you know. And it may seem very radical to some people, but we have to stand for something. Like you have to stand or they will just take over, which is which they're doing anyway. You know, they're trying to do. But if more people took a, a serious stance like that, then we would not be in the position that we're in. You're you're absolutely right, Renata. That's why we're in the position because most Americans say, well, it ain't came to my door yet. Well, guess what? It's going to come to your door. I don't know when. I can't tell you the day, but it's going to come to every American's door. So by them not standing and stand up for their rights, they're actually giving away your rights and my rights. Because if all Americans would stand up just for the target individuals, how long would it take us to solve this? I was just talking to a guy outside my room. I was telling two two guys from, uh, I forget, Idaho. So I was telling about the target. They said, man, do you have anything on that? I said, I sure do. I opened up my trunk. I gave them DVDs. I gave them the paper that Dave Hodges wrote because I had 100 copies of it made. And one of them said, you know, tell me something. My sister's 51 and she's hearing voices. I said, when did she start hearing them? He said, about four or five years ago. I said, did you know paranoid schizophrenia don't don't really come on after 21? I said, but Dave Hodges tells you about V2K, that's voice of skull, and I started explaining to him. He said, man, I can't wait. I can't wait to to, to watch this stuff. He said, because my sister, my whole family thinks she's crazy. He said, she's really not crazy. So so I, I'm still getting our word out up here while I'm fighting for the ranchers and fighting against the the jackboot thugs. You know, they've got their boots on everybody's neck up here in this little town. They got them scared to death. We went out last night just on the spur of the moment. We had 60 cars. And we drove around the town, three circles around this town. And I was bullhorning them, telling them they need, the sheriff needs to step down and everything else. And he does need to step down. This morning, my, a woman came in the motel. I was in the lobby eating. And she came here and wanted me to back off on the sheriff. I said, ma'am, I understand what you're saying. He, you think he's a great man, he's a good man. I said, but if you hired me, and your business to a job, and I didn't do it, what would you do? She said, well, I'd fire you. I said, that's what y'all need to do to him. And I'm not going to back down on him. By him not doing his job, LaVoy Finnegan is dead. Pete Santelli's in jail because he didn't do his job. So, no, I, I won't back down just because the town people won't, won't me to back down. But we, these townspeople have stood up like nobody else has ever done. We came in here, nobody would talk to us. All of them tell you to go home. We've had more and more come to our rooms. And even when we get on the camera and, and tell, so the rest of them would stand up. So we've won the hearts and minds of this town. There, sure, there's going to be a few 
They work for the government. They work for the BLM. They just want us to go away. They think their life is going to go back to normal. But if you call it normal, having a boot on the back of your neck, that, that's what we don't want. So we're not going home to, when we was marching, when I'm driving the cars, when I, when I hollered, go home, I said, we, I pulled on him back. We will have the job's done. So... Well, Ken, I I, I I listened to the video that you sent me of the young lady who was an eyewitness to the the killing um, when the FBI killed the guy, um, right. and and then I watched the video which is online of Lavoy. What's his, what was his last name? Lavoy Finnegan. 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 Yeah, um, Yeah, I I watched that video. It appeared that his hands were up or are kind of more to his side than straight up in the air. Not not to the side, but to the side like if you if a little kid was gonna do an airplane like that. Not not down to his side, but more sideways than up. That's how it appeared. Um but they shot him. It didn't look like he was reaching for anything, but they shot him. Um but my question is, why did they pull him over in the first place. Did they ever say? Yes, they they had an FBI informant that had been in the compound since day two, been down there with them, and he set them up because they were going to the next county to the sheriff, which he told them, you get over here and nobody will touch you. The feds will not touch you in my county. So they were going over there, and they also had some paperwork, and he's going to run a common law jury. The sheriff was going to be the sheriff that arrested the people. He had the district attorney. They got a. Uh, they had a grand jury of 25. They were going to look at all this evidence that Lavoie had with him. That's the reason, I think, the main reason they killed him. That's why he tried to run. He tried to get, he told, uh, when they first pulled him over, one guy stepped out and they arrested him. Lavoie took off because he was trying to get to that next county. Because oh, that's you know, why he shoot. took off. Okay, I was wondering. Okay. Yeah, that's why he ran. But when they started shooting at the truck, and and I haven't seen the pictures yet, but I've I've been told, and I'm gonna get to see them today or tomorrow, that there's over 300 shots fired in that truck. They were trying to kill everybody in that truck. So mm. he stepped out of the truck, and he died. I think he stepped out to draw the fire to himself to try to save the rest of his life. But that little girl you're talking about is only 18 years old. Her family came out because they're gospel singers, and she would bring tears to your eyes when she sang. So she was in there going over there with them, and there's like, I think, 12 of them going over. So when she came out that testimony, now they got her in hiding because they know the federal government wants to kill her. And that's the FBI that all the TIs think is going to help them. They, I mean, they're trying to find her like crazy. This quick, but she's so well hidden that she got twenty-four hours selling protection from the militia. So good oh, luck. Oh well, thank God, thank God, because when I heard her interview, I said, "Oh my goodness, they're going to kill that young lady." And even the interviewer said, "You know, we're doing this interview to protect you because they're going to kill you." So thank God, you guys are protecting her. I'm, I'm oof, thank God. Um, Kim, would you mind taking a few questions? I think people have questions for you. No, go ahead. Okay, start eight if you have a question for Ken. This is only for questions uh, for Ken. He's talking about uh, Oregon, 
and everything that's happening up there with the ranchers and how they're trying to help the people to maintain their land and, you know, not get their land grabbed by the government, which is happening, by the way, all over the world. It's happening with the farmers, too. Absolutely. Yes, it's happening with the small farmers. Yep. All right. Let me see. Okay, so Keith has a question for you. Sure. Make it quick, you guys, please. I still would like to get to my topic today. Okay, uh, Keith, go ahead. Okay, well, uh, Ken, uh, you know, I'm I'm glad that you're okay, and and I know that that was uh, just a a horrendous uh, ordeal to have to go through, and I appreciate, always appreciate, you know, what you've done for the TI community and essentially, you know, the humanity at large with your activism and other areas. But my question for, uh, for you is, and of course, we've had, uh, we've had several conversations on the phone, and I think I'm in agreement with you that, uh, that uh, a lot of these things that are being brought against humanity are coming down from the Vatican. And uh, essentially, you know, we have a lot of Roman Catholics in leadership position in Washington, D.C., uh, do you have anything to share with uh, with the listeners about um, about what you're aware of in that area? I think it's all coming out of the Catholic Church, the black Jesuits. That's what I think. I think all of it comes. But when I tell T.I. that they get mad, some because a lot of them are Catholic, but they, you know, that's just my opinion. I don't have any proof of it. And I've had a, I've had target individuals ask me, "Well, what proof you got?" I said, "Well, let's turn that around on you." What proof you got of they targeting you? Well, I got none. We can't get any proof. I said, well, I got the same proof you got. But, yeah, I do believe the biggest part of it comes out of the Catholic Church, yes. But I think okay, all churches, Yeah, yeah all and I've churches, actually, I, I've done the research on the Jesuits, so you're right, on, you're right on the money right there, Ken. You're right on the money. And I've got the documentation. I have done the research, and I actually really have the proof, too. Right. Well, maybe, Keith, I don't have it. Maybe give me a call so I get your phone number. I'm gonna put you in touch. I, I had a guy that called me from Michigan that I went to Smart Meters with, and that and he called me up and he said, "Ken, what do you need?" I said, "I really don't need anything, Steve." He said, uh, "No." He said, "What does it cost you a day to stay?" I said, "I spend about sixty a day." That man went and put a thousand dollars on my check. That's why I didn't need to ask the TIs for anything. He gave me a thousand dollars to. So it makes. He said, "If you need any more, you let me know." Well, I don't take advantage of him. So, so far, I'm doing real good on money. So that's the reason I don't really need target individuals because I know most of them don't don't have money. I've never asked them. I've heard that I'm a a, a con man. Well, a, a con man don't spend fifty thousand dollars of his own money trying to bring our issues up. So I'll, I'll set that straight today too while I got you on. Right. Okay, well, thank you, Keith. Star 8, if you have a question for Ken Rose, who's talking about the Oregon uh, situation with the ranchers. Um, and, and Ken is, is definitely not a, a con man. Let's just put that out there. He is not all capital letters, capital N, capital O, capital T. He is not a con man. Ken has done more for this community financially and every other way than anybody I can think of. He puts his very life on the line for us. Um, and I called Ken personally last week and asked him if there's anything that I could do to help him or if we as a community could do to help him because I was going to come back and, and ask you guys uh, to help. But he kept 
saying no, 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 repeatedly, no, Renata, no. I said, Ken, I will raise money for you, and that's something I don't do. I don't raise money. I don't like dealing with other people's money, but I would have done that for Ken. Um, but Ken said, no, he does not need our help. But, Ken, the offer still stands. Don't be shy. If you need anything, let us know, please. Okay, please. I will. But really, I'm in, I'm in good shape. I only come up here for three days, so I didn't bring very many clothes, so I'm running to lunch. I got a hotel that does laundry for $5 a load, so about every two or three days I'm going over to get clothes washed. That's the only thing I need is a wash machine. <laughs> okay. Well, you definitely keep yourself safe while you're there. Okay, I'm going to unmute uh, Georgia. Uh, make it quick, please. Please. Go hey, right hey, ahead. Ken. Hey, Ken, was that that same guy that climbed up on the pole and took the cameras down? Was that the one that got killed? Yes, it was. Oh, man, man. I'm sorry to hear that, brother. All right, then. Oh, yeah. I went. Huh? That was him. Oh, man. We we were at their document, so. Oh, okay then, man. I was going to say this guy also made made a name for himself because when they interviewed, when the news interviewed him, he was sitting on a chair and he was wrapped all up in a blanket, and so he kind of made a name, he kind of made himself famous with that. They were, they had nicknamed him something like Blanket Man or something, I forget. Well, okay. the night that he, they heard the FBI was coming out to raid him, he got underneath that blanket in a rocking chair to show him. He said, before you get kill anybody here, you're going to kill me first. We parked. That night, we actually stayed. Out of, you Wesley, know, I'm going to put you on hold, Israel. Okay, go ahead, Ken. Keep going. We, act, we actually had this live stream running because he was up on the top. He wasn't down in the compound. But we, I stepped in the car that night to make sure that nobody harmed him. In other words, I put we put ourselves between him and, and the FBI if they came out. So Wow. I, okay, I have a question from the chat room. They're wondering, uh, if, uh, A, if Pete Centelli is still in jail, which I know the answer to that is yes. Also, yes. they want to know what is he being charged with? What is What are the charges against Pete Centelli? He's been in charge for impeding a federal officer from doing their jobs. And that means that he was, that's what they charged all of them with. In other words, they're saying he was in on it when he took over the count compound. Pete was not in on that. He was out there doing news. So they're going to have a hard way to prove that. Because too many times on the show, he said, I didn't know anything about this till we, till after they took it over. And he said, I called for People with no guns bring flowers, and Pete's got that all over the show. So they're going to have a hard time proving it, but meanwhile, he's still in jail, yes. Do you have another question from the chat room, Ken? Do you have any information on the funeral? People would like to send flowers in a card. You know, I don't know what funeral home it is or anything. I know it's in Utah, and I just got a call from another guy that was out here. He's going to the funeral, so he gave me the hotel room. So I'm, I might possibly be able to, but the, there's the flowers. I I mean, I appreciate their thought. It's a it's a great thought. But we went out to the memorial today. And there's all kinds of town people. There's flowers like cowboy hats on. They put a cross up for him. Okay, what happened? Are you there, Ken? Uh, 
Yeah, I'm here. I just kind of feel good. Okay, I think I your call's cutting out. They got it put across that point. I got cowboy hats on it, horseshoes, all kinds of stuff, you know, for ranchers. Aww. Bad day in America. If you if you get a chance, take a picture, you know, so we'll have that, that memory. Oh, I took a lot of pictures this morning with my steel camera. Oh, good. And we can go online and do an online memorial, too, you know. I, I know how to a, do that. He <laughs> was a great, and he was a religious man. A lot of people say, well, he's a Mormon. I, I don't care what religion you are if you're a great person. I don't. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what religion. As long as you, there's good in your heart and your soul. That's all I live for. Yeah, he 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 laid down his life, you know, for all of us, and that's that's very honorable, and that will be honorable in God's eyesight as well. Okay, I will take another um, question. Hello, Virginia. Can't get my telephone up. Are you there? Uh, yes. He can hear you. Ken can hear you. Ken, it's Alice. Please come home. We're worried about your safety, number one. Number two, people love flowers. If they want to, they could give donations to one of these organizations that would be helpful. And you might list an organization tomorrow night if you have it on the call. And three, I think we need to write Donald Trump a note and say thank you for the $5 million he got for Wounded Warriors. He's a pretty fantastic guy. Well, the, I, I don't like any of them, but if, if I guess... I mean, it's, but we got to change something, so we'll take the best we've got. Well, So we, we need we to been, change things. I'm sorry, Alice, Alice, we've been doing that for years. We've been voting for the lesser two evils, so... If I voted, it'd be none of the above. But that's just my opinion. But I, last I, 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 don't, I, I don't cut and run, no, Alice. I had a lot of people tell me, you need to go home. It's too unsafe. I don't cut and run because it's unsafe. I don't I mean that. I think. I mean, their point, your point is made, and everybody knows what's happened there now. So let's pray everybody gets home safe. Well, and... I, I, pray, I, I pray that they do. So I said a prayer behind the boy when the night when he was in that chair. Okay, thank you, Alice. I'm going to put you on hold. There's other people that would like to ask a question. Thank you, Alice. Uh, someone in the chat room says, tell Ken he is my hero. You're all of our hero, Ken. Well, I'm not and trying I, to be a hero. I just try to do what's right. I have been um, praying for all of you guys there, and I will continue. What you guys are doing is very honorable. That's the best thing you could give us. Yes. Okay, here's another question. About three or four more. Star 8, if you have a question for Ken or type your question in the chat room, I'll read it out. Yeah, I wanted to just tell Ken, um, if it's okay real quick. Um, Ken, I want you to tell the family that from our group alone, there are thousands mourning for his loss and that appreciate what he was trying to do and the hero that he really was and the good man that he really was. Please tell uh, them that. I w- I'm hoping they'll let me speak. I don't know if they will or not, but if they will, 
Uh, I would. I'm not a good speaker, but I would. You could tell, you could tell them private. You could talk, tell them privately if you can't say it publicly. You could just tell the family privately. I want you to know there's a group of thousands of people that are individually know him and of him a lot and are mourning for him right now, and are sending their condolences. I know. I met his wife. I met. I met. Uh, I think four of his kids. Yes, he was a great person, but now mm-hmm. they're trying to. Sm- they're trying to smear this man after he's dead because he used, take on fo- he used to take on foster kids, boys, and they're trying to smear him and say he was a slave driver because he made them work on the ranch. Well, he took up 50 of them, and he told me out of them 50, he only had three to four that actually turned out bad. All the rest of them turned out to be good men, he said. So... You know, then they want to demonize him because I guess in three or four it made statements that he worked them too hard. He's a slave driver. So, But they always try to demonize a good person. So, You know, I just had a thought. I bet you they're going to arrest those remaining four people when they go to the funeral, when those people show up at the funeral. I don't think they're going to arrest them. I think they're going to kill them. I don't think they'll kill them at the funeral in front of all those people. No, no, but them four are still in the compound. You don't think still they're going to come out? Well, I mean, I don't want to talk too much. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't want to say too much. You okay. never know who's listening on these calls, but I, I will be praying for them. Star 8, if you have a question for Ken, here's another one from uh, another question from North Virginia. Hello? You press star eight, stay by your phone. Okay, Pennsylvania has a question, and then New York. Hello. Hedapu, Honorable Sister Inada, Honorable High Chief Brother Ken Rhodes, and all of the family. Hi, Sister Bibi. Freedom from covert harassment. Yes, I am Angel Lady Love. Listener Inspire Friend Emissary, that's an acronym that says All Life. Honorable High Chief Brother Ken, you brought us information we did not hear on the news, at least I didn't, that this rancher was a multimillionaire, as you described him, which is quite phenomenal in that over these times there have been poor people being shot and murdered and dragged through the streets. And many people have not thought of it hitting their own doorsteps as you're trying to awaken everyone. Uh, the other key is that we keep calling our employees. The FBI are our employees. President Obama is our employee. Okay, so Sister let me finish, please. No, Anyone no, that works for the city or any of our governmental so agencies or civil service. May I finish, please? This Wait is why in Philadelphia, Okay, so since this is my call, um, the, you need to ask Ken the question. We understand the, you know, this is our employees thing because you say that every time you speak, so we get, we get it. But Ken, it has limited time, and and so do the rest of us. So if you have a question, you may ask your question. Okay, go ahead. Renata, first of all, I don't know if I bowed before him, Honorable High Chief Brother Ken Rhodes, because he is putting his life out there. I'm just glad he's not a strapping 
olive tone person because they all would have been killed before now. All I'm trying to say here is I don't have a question. I've been having answers all the time. And if you hear me repeating something, it's obviously no one's getting it. We, the okay. people, we, they're not our leaders. They're our okay. employees. Lord, okay. Help me, Jesus. I'm going to come back to you when you calm down because you, you, <laughs> you can't get me told, Sister BB. Trust and believe if you can't. Okay. Um, I'm going to go to New York, but she doesn't want to ask the question. She says she doesn't have questions. She only has answers. Well, right now we're not doing answers. We're doing questions for Ken, okay? Um, Let me do some woosahs. I need to, oh, Jesus. Okay, let me go to New York. I will come back to you, Sister BB. Hi, Renata. Um, Hi, Ken. Hello. How are you? I'm doing all right. You have a question, Ken? Yes. Uh, Ken, uh, are there land land takeovers only occurring in the United States, or is it worldwide? Well, I think they've been taking the land from South Africa and worldwide for uh, many years, just like they have in America. It's not just in America. The BLM is a corporation, and and it's for profit. It's actually owned by a foreign entity, but but they they can do anything they want because they got the FBI to come in and do their cleanup, kill people they don't like. This we're dealing with corporations. We're really not dealing with the government. This is the corporations. That's, That's our true. problem. That's true. How is this? How is this associated with the new world order? Uh, everything we everything they're doing is associated with the new world order. Everything they're doing right now is associated with the New World Order. Taking the land away, they want to move all of us into small places to live, like animals, because they figure we are animals, and that's the way they're treating us. But it's all got to do with the New World Order. Everything that's going on in not just our country, around the world right now. And and, and let me just add to that, Kim, what you said is correct. And under Agenda 21, the government is going to um, to seize the people's land, they want control over everything. So if you own a piece of property today, you may not own that property tomorrow because they're taking they're taking the land back. And the plan is to move the common us common folk into more of the inner city where the surrounding areas will be the more privileged people, in their opinion, the more privileged people. And and eventually you start to see zoning. And uh, certain people cannot come out of this area or into this area. So that's this is sort of like the beginning of all of that. And to answer your question about if they have been seizing other lands, they have been seizing the small farmers' lands for years. And Monsanto's has been cross-pollinating the uh, the crops of the you know the small farmers, and they've been seizing the property that way. So yes, and then it's going to move into the regular people like you and I. You know, where they start right. to tell us, you, you can't live here. You have to live there, you know. And then they're going to try to make people start doing more roommating type things. So what they are doing is really good because they're standing up for us, for all of us, because what they're doing to them is going to spread. You're absolutely right. You, I couldn't mm-hmm. have said it better, but you're, you're right. A lot of people think they haven't knocked on their door, so they're, they're not worried. They keep their head in the sand. Well, it ain't going to work out too well because they are going to 
But there's going to be a lot of Americans being put in FEMA accounts before this is over. Mm-hmm. And this is all part of global domination, world, not, not just U.S., but global, world domination. The government taking over everything. They have the rights to the water, the land, the air, the sea, and everything. Right. And so these ranchers are standing up saying, no, you know, and, and I, can, I can only imagine, I'm just assuming here, that these ranches has probably been in most of these people's family for many, many, many years. It probably didn't start with the people who own the land now. That land probably came from their forefathers. Right. You know, and these people don't want to just give up their land like that. So, well, you it's, know, it's, I, it's part of world domination. Mm-hmm. Renata, mm-hmm. I, you know, here I'm going to. Thank I'll you. Make a, I'll make a statement like Al Capone used to. He he was when he was, he ran the mob. If he if he got you in loan sharking and you borrowed money, you borrowed money. He kept bringing the interest rate or interest rate. Then he took your house. He didn't care if you had ten kids. He took your house and threw you out of it. Then you go begging back to your house, and then he would try to intimidate you. If that didn't work, he, he sent people out to kill you. Our government is doing the exact same thing as Al Capone did, except about a million times worse. Mm. Yeah, it is pretty bad. And like you said, Ken, you made a good point. The uh, the um, The bankers and the corporations are behind all of this. Absolutely. It all boils down to the almighty dollar. Right, and yet the dollar ain't worth nothing, but they take that dollar and they can buy the, the land that they want after they robbed all the farmers and the ranchers. They still buy, they still pay them something. Sometimes they'll give you 10 cents on the dollar because they know the dollar is worth nothing. Our dollar right now is worth about 3 cents of what it was in 1913 when they started the, the Federal Reserve. Hmm, interesting. Uh, Sister BB, are you there? I'm right here. I'm, I'm, I am right here with truth, facts, and information, yes. Okay, go ahead. At the end of 2012, after Pope Benedict XVI and Queen Elizabeth were under house arrest, and then the Pope Benedict flew off in his helicopter in, in February of 2013, Pope Francis, was inaugurated in March, and he is a Jesuit. However, that April of 2013, he started the 50-year Jubilee, which began December 8, 2015, to November 20, 2016, which says all prisoners should be released as well as debts are supposed to be forgiven. And moreover, We have to stop calling our employees the government. We, the people, are the government. They're supposed to ask us what do we want to need, not tell us what to do. And just as the slogan of Donald Trump, they're fired, which he got the apprentice from me. I am an idea person. He should know. You invented the apprentice, Mr. Beebe? My information, I wrote Donald Trump since the 1980s. I have it in writing. Okay? And then I took... Hotel Restaurant Institution Management in the 1990s with 17 to 23 credits per semester. I have facts, truth, and information. I am not a liar. But the bottom line is right now. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm not sure why sometimes you come off hostile. 
But no one said you were lying. Okay, I'm not hostile. A number one, I'm a pacifist, okay? And that's why I've been trying to, Honorable uh, High Chief Brother Ken Rose, I never received the DVD that you had promised to send me. I know I never mentioned it, but I never received it. And it was something else you said you were going to send. This goes back almost now, I guess, two years. But moreover, I'm telling you, we've got to watch the paper trail for that man to be a millionaire. See if anyone else had any kind of monies or stock or something that he was about to do. And for the fact that uh, what else is going on with that? They knew who they were killing. Now, this is the first I heard that he was a multimillionaire. Okay, and that should awaken a lot of those people out there. Let let me tell you, he just signed papers where he was firing the BLM about a year ago. Okay, so thank you, Sister Bibi. I'm going to your home. I can't answer your question. Go ahead, Ken. They were trying to take fine. his land. He signed papers firing the BLM. And we had a rancher last uh, last Friday, or no, Friday before last. He also signed them, and he's out of Arizona. He signed papers where he's firing them. And they they had all kinds of ranchers ready to sign these papers firing the BLM. So they think they had to get, the LPI had to get very aggressive. And uh, and B and BV, if you send me an email, I don't I don't remember. I have I talked to a lot of people. You send me an email telling me which DVD you're looking for. When I get back home, I'll definitely send it to you. Okay, thank you. Um, okay, Duvictim, you want to speak, but I'm not sure where where you are on the board. So type in the chat room which which state you're in because it shows up by state. Okay, I might get you here. Let's see. This might be you. Hello. Hi. Yeah, thank you for unmuting me. I had um, two, it's important, well, one important thing and one thing I wanted to mention. And, you know, I'm a big Bible reader, and in Revelations it says, or somewhere in the Bible, it says in the end times you will be up against principalities and the rulers of men. And this is exactly what Ken is talking about. We have corporations representing the government and acting mm-hmm. as supposedly as the government. It's a corporate fascist takeover, like I've been saying all along, but it does appear to be following the book Revelations step by step as I've read it very carefully. And the other very important question I have for Ken is, This is a really important issue. This is the beginning of the end that's becoming apparent to us that's been going on for a long time apparently everywhere else, but it's a takeover. It's an important issue what happened at that compound. Is anybody working on a documentary, interviewing you, interviewing some of the people, getting the truth out as to what actually happened? Is anybody taking a book or doing any kind of blog post for you for this? Well, let me just say this, that um, Pete Santelli was doing a live stream, and it's on YouTube. He had a live stream going 24-7, I think, until the time he was arrested. But they they took it down. They took it down, didn't they, Ken? The sheriff. No. No. The only reason they took it, well, they took it down in certain spots when we were live streaming. But, no, they never took it down until they got him in jail. And we've been going back on, you know, we go out and try to document something today, like the, his last 20 miles of his life to, to the cross, where they put it up, and we couldn't get we couldn't get out, so we had to take a movie camera and do it that way. Then we're going to put it up on live stream. But yeah, you talk now. You ask. Uh, I'm talking about the whole situation about the other ranchers and the BLM and this whole friggin' thing that okay. you revealed to us. 
I was trying to answer it for you. They were they were they were taking documents, I think, from there off the computer, and they were delivering those to the sheriff in the next county because he believed in the Constitution, and they were going to go back to common law. Yes, there's a lot of people that was getting ready to get arrested. He had seven hundred something pages. If they think killing him is going to stop that, those documents are all over the world now. They've been stored in foreign countries and probably 20 different computers. So they, by killing him, they didn't stop it. That's still going to come out. Come Monday, come tomorrow morning, I'm going to drive over and talk to that sheriff because he drove out there. He took a district attorney with him when he heard that they were out there shooting people. So he was expecting those papers. He will still get those papers. Yes, there, there was there was something very important going on. Awesome. Thank you. Just so the word gets out to the public, too. I think the story should be put on YouTube, an interview or, or an audio or something of the whole thing, story beginning to end from your eyes or whoever as to what happened. Right. Okay, thank but, you. I'm going to put you on hold. Go, you can keep talking, Ken. Go ahead and respond. Go ahead, Ken. Oh, I was going to say, no, it was... What he was going to, what they were going to do right there was going to crash their court, their our corrupt court system. Had they've got that done and got it back into the common law courts, they knew that that was going to crash the court system we got today because the court system we got today is not for the American people; it's for the corporations. Can Can I ask you what is the uh, how do we find? And I know you sent me the um, the link but I can't find it in all my emails right now. But how do we find the link to the young lady who was the eyewitness? I want to put that in the chat room. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'd have to go back and find it on my computer and, and send you the link. Okay. You sent it. I just need to look through my emails. I just want yeah, to if you share got it. Everything. If you got it, I think it's up on YouTube, uh, Renata. And you can hear yeah. this young girl. and She t- she told it just like the truth because one guy come out and made a statement, said she was delusional, didn't happen that way. Well, he ended up being an FBI informant riding with the group. So, oh, wow. So you you will find that on uh, YouTube. If you find the name of it, you just Google up what, the title of it, you'll find it on YouTube. It's yeah, I'm going to look through my email. Hopefully I can find it before the end of this call and I can share it with everybody. Because okay. it, is very, it is very important what she said, because even when the FBI put out their their video, what she was saying was 100% true. Yeah. This is serious. This is history you guys are making, you know? Well, I don't care. I hope, I hope to change history is what I hope to change. I hope the way they're doing things, you know. Okay. Um, there are two two more comments for you. One is from Keith. Keith, go ahead. Okay. Let me try to do this quickly, okay, because I have just a short paragraph that I want to read, uh, Ken. But, you know, all of this is nothing new, and the Bible even says that there was nothing new under the sun. Okay. Now, in the days of Babylon, you know, there was the commission that at the sound of the music, everybody was supposed to bow down and worship Nebuchadnezzar. Okay, and those who did not bow down to the, quote, system that time, they were thrown into the fiery furnace. We fast forward to the Inquisitions and the Dark Ages, 
where the Roman Catholic Church in the Middle and Dark Ages, where they essentially controlled all the world back then, and anybody who refused to convert to Catholicism was declared what? They were declared a heretic. Now, what did they do to heretics? Okay, here's what they did. It says, he prohibits all dealings with so-called heretics, all traffic and communion with them. He allows none to buy from them and none to sell to them. No, he institutes this system, which is now called, quote, boycotting, a system of persecution which was freely wielded by the popish priesthood in the Middle Ages and is still employed, as we know, in certain papal lands. That's from the book Romanism and the Reformation. That right there is an author that's very familiar that the Catholic Church has been doing this for centuries, and they're just doing the same thing And what they called heretics in the Middle and Dark Ages. They simply call terrorists today, and we are the heretics of, of, of this age, and essentially, you know, what, uh, where they call us terrorists, they call us terrorists. We are the, the targeted individuals, those who will not bow down to the system of this world, and therefore they throw us into the fiery furnace. Very true. Thank you, Keith. I'm going to put you on hold. Uh, would you like to respond to that, Ken? Yeah, well, you know, I, I don't I don't read the Bible even though I'm a Christian. I don't read that much because I've said for a long time they're following the Bible on what they're doing. And I still believe that today. They're, I, I, sometimes I think they wrote the Bible because they're, so, they're following it so close. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, you know, I, I was trying to look that up for you at Girls Testimony. And, and I've been having a lot of trouble with my computer. They just dropped about 300 incoming emails on my phone. I mean, on my oh. computer. So. No problem. I'll find it because you did send it to me. I watched it. I just need to go back and find it. Okay, there's there's two more. And I'm going to end this because I really need to Renata. get to what I wanted to. Yes? Renata, please, can I re- 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 uh, please make a response? You know what? I am so blessed to hear everybody tonight and, the, and you know, the remarks and the comments, you know, and the uh, awareness, you know, that the Spirit of God has placed on his people in this day. To hear, you know, we're, we're targeted, guys, but to hear, you know, um, how clarion. You're hearing from the Lord. I mean, you know, um, in case you didn't know, you know, the end times, you know, when you see the word end times in the Bible, they're not the same as the last days. The end times are the end times of the church age. And then the last days are literally the last days. You know, and we're in the end times of the church. And you know what? We have, we clearly have been, been chosen for such a time as this. And you know what? Everybody is not going to hear the clarion sound. You know, from 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 you know on high, they're not. They're they're absolutely not. I mean, all of the Christian radio stations and people that we you know really perceive to be you know what uh, uh, confessing Christians. But what I am hearing, you know, um, is what you all are hearing. How is it that we all can hear this and we all are sensitive to what's going on in the world, and yet you have preachers with with you know uh, uh, you know mega churches who, you know, I have not heard this across the pulpit. I have not heard this declared anywhere, but in, in you know what, through, through you guys. And so, you know what, that's God's appointment. You know what, to us, we, he said, my sheep hear my voice. 
and another they will not follow. And it is clear if nobody hears him, Renata, if other people don't hear him, Keith, nobody hears him, Linda, everybody else is on the line. We hear him. We clearly hear his leading. And he promises to lead us into all truth and righteousness for his name's sake. I know they're not going to like this, those that are listening in the purpose. But I, I wanted to add this as well. Renata, you made reference to our land and things like that. You're absolutely right. The things that Keith said, everybody said about, you know, Roman Catholicism, you're right. There's a great war the Bible declares. I didn't say it. I didn't write it. He wrote it. I quote it. But what you said regarding our properties, everybody needs to take a look at allodial titles, allodial deeds, allodial deeds. You know what? And with that, it's going to take, you know what, a little research on your, on your part. But an allodial deed will stop, absolutely stop the government from taking your properties. You know, a lot of people do not know anything about that. It's not designed for us to know anything about it. So I know they're not going to like it. You know what? So what? You're doing what you're doing, and you're going to keep doing it until Jesus comes back. Okay, but back on the ranch, allodial deeds. That's what you need to get put on your home because imminent domain when they just want to take over and put in a highway or whatever. No. Everybody, there's, there's a publication, there's a, there's a website called RV Bay Publications. There's a lot of Okay, information. do you have a question? Do you have a specific question for Ken? Me? Yes. Do I, no, just, I just wanted to, you know, commend him for, for you know what, for, um, you know, giving us the information and, and for Keith as well, you know, um, on you know, what they know, you know, to be true and to share it, to be, you know, bold enough to share it, even if, you know, everybody's not hearing it. It's it's true. It's true. So walk in what you know is true. If nobody hears it, you know you're hearing from God. So don't act like you don't know because it's always been a majority rules all throughout the Bible, whatever, you know, you know, uh, Barabbas, Barabbas, you know, up, over Jesus. No, no, no. Just his sheep will hear his voice. That's who we are. And Amen. so everybody's not hearing what we're hearing. But th- does that mean that we should suffer? You know what? And act like, you know, I can't claim that it's mental and act like I don't know. Because I do. I do. Okay. So, well, thank you for your comment. I have some a few others that would like to ask. Okay. You. Thank you. Okay. Uh-huh. Thank you. Okay. Ken, you have a few more minutes. There are two other people that would like to comment. And then that's going to be yep. it, you guys. We're going to be respectful of uh, Kent's time and, and let him go. Okay, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to come and throw a bomb in your show. I just no, you know what? We were also worried about you. We are honored to have you here, and you know we want to hear from you. You know what what's going on up there and and how you're doing. So this is is no problem whatsoever. We're very happy to have you here. I just want to be respectful of your time because I know you're probably tired of nothing else. Yeah, we, I, I'll take a couple more calls in. We're getting ready to go out and eat a couple minutes. So. Okay, you guys, I'm going to have to stop you after about one minute, okay, because uh, now there are three people. There were two. Now there's three. Okay, no more. Um, Ken needs to leave, you guys, okay? So one minute. Make it quick, please. I'm going to stop you right at one minute. Go ahead. Hello, you've been unmuted. All right, I'm going to mute you back. Oh, don't mute me, don't mute me. I had myself muted, I'm sorry. Okay. Can you can you hear me, Renata? This is why. Uh-oh, let's see. 
I had a delay on my computer, so let's see. Let me try to get you back. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Thank you, Renata. This is Wanda in Maryland. I just wanted to say to Ken that I absolutely love you because your character is just amazing. It's so full of courage, and I consider you a real warrior. There is one thing that you do need, and it's what I'm doing for you. I am praying and lifting you up because you are truly standing for righteousness, and I appreciate that so much, and you are an example. I am worried about you like everyone else is, and I just want people to think about Ken when they're on their knees. Pray for his safety, and God bless you, Ken. I do love you. I'm on you. I'm all the, all the way following Ken Rose. Thanks so much. Okay, thank you for your comment. Yes, we are all praying for you and the others up there that are risking um, their lives as well. Okay, these will be the last. Oh, goodness, you guys, come on. You're killing me. You're killing me. <laughs> it's two people. It's constantly two people, and then when I go back to them, you throw two or two more. Okay, you guys, make it really one statement, one statement. Ken needs to leave. Hello? Hello? All right, so if you're not at the phone when I come, you lost your place. All right, I'm going to um, Central Coast of California, and then I'm going to Hart, and that'll be the last person. Hello? Hi, one quick question. Ken, would you be willing to come on my call Tuesday or Thursday night and talk a little bit about what's going on? I'd love to have you if you're willing. Uh. You know who is, is this, Karen? Yes. You know, if if I it depends on where I'm going to be at, Karen. If you give me the, I'll let me write in my book. I can free, give you. I, I can give you a call beforehand, and then no, just remind you if you want, and give you the number then, or you can write yes, it down yes. at one three zero two eight eight at six o'clock Pacific. One three zero two eight eight. Yeah. Okay. And what time Tuesday. is it? 6 Pacific, 6 p.m. Pacific. And what, and Tuesday, and what night is what Tuesday, night? Tuesdays Tuesday. and Thursdays. Okay. If, if, I'm, if I'm not busy on this, I, I will call in. And normally I, I've said I'm going to get away from all the calls because of all the stuff that's going on because I think there's a lot of people that uh, they don't have the T.I.'s Best interest in the heart. I think there, there, there's no nonsense on my calls. They, they don't. Uh, there is no nonsense on my calls. Period. I run it like Renata's. Okay. Thank you. I'd love to have you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. All right. One last. This will be it. This will definitely be it. We have to let him go. Trying to be respectful of his time. Hello, heart. Hey, hey, how are you? How are you? Ken, real quick. He can hear you. Go ahead. Are you there, Hart? What happened? The phone went out. I'm here. Okay, we can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. I wanted to know, is he aware that they're doing the land grabs on the churches as well? These churches that have uh, campgrounds attached to them, some of them, you know, they go away. Uh, I know there's a Jimmy Swaggart on Christian television, and they took over his one of his churches. And I was just wondering, 
uh, was Ken aware that they're doing that as well? No, I wasn't. I wasn't aware of it. It'd be hard for me to fight for the churches because most of them have joined the clergy response team, so they bought into evil. And I don't oh. know if Jimmy Swaggart, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But if I if if I find that he did, I wouldn't stand up for him. Okay, okay. I was just curious. That's all I wanted. Okay, so Ken, you just said something interesting. You said that they joined the clergy response team, and I have heard of that. I thought that was a good thing. You mean the clergy response team is not a good thing? Oh, hell no. No, the okay. clergy response team, when you join that, you the, the government tells you what you can teach, what you can preach, and they give the preachers, they, they come in and say, well, we'll give you a van to go pick up your... Uh, your people on Sunday, but but then when you sign that contract with them and you accept their bribe, then you got to teach the way they want you to teach. No, it's a very bad deal for the churches. Okay, so that's people, part of the 501c3 then. Right, exactly. Okay, I get it. Okay. See, I, I've, I was always under the impression that when when this all goes down in a big way, because, you know, we're already in the New World Order, we're already in a police state. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that, but it is active, and it's been here for a while, um, but it's getting very much more obvious. But I always thought when, they, when they're ready to just really just bring the house down, that they were going to use the churches to usher the people in um, and the celebrities and the school systems. Because I read somewhere, which I very much believe, that people will go to pick their children up from school and the children will be gone. They will be already bussed off to FEMA camps or wherever. And, um, right. and I think that because people have so much faith in their church and the pastors, that they will definitely play a big part in this whole New World Order system. They absolutely will. They'll play a big part because they'll tell, they, they even teach Romans 13, submit to your government. I don't think God told you to lay down the tyranny, but these preachers, a lot of them are not, I guarantee a lot of them ain't going to make it in the pearly gates because of what they're doing. Well, that's a lot of the people, I'm sorry, go ahead, Ken. A, a lot, I, that's reason I don't go to churches. You know, you don't, you don't, for you to be right with God, Jesus Christ, you don't have to go to a church. Right. A lot of the um, the pastors behind the pulpit, they're actually Satanists. They're not for God. And I'm not talking against the righteous churches, so I don't want to discourage anyone from their church. But it's the realization that I came into, that you must have a relationship, a direct relationship with God for yourself. Yeah. There is no pastor, no church that can, can, can get you to heaven. You have to do your own works. You know, and you have to have a direct relationship. So a lot of these churches are are, are not quite right, and and I found that out as a targeted person. You're absolutely right. So, uh, but I, and I have heard that term clergy response team, but I never made the correlation that they were part of, you know, the bad side. I guess. Oh like yes, yes. That. They they've been bought off with with either money or new a new van or or they do uh, landscaping around the church. But once you once you sign that contract with them, they hold you to that. So it's mm-hmm. a clergy response team. If your church belongs to it, 
ask your pastor if he belongs to it. I guarantee he'll tell you, well, well, no, I don't belong to it. But even in Dallas a year and a half ago, they was going to arrest a preacher because he wouldn't preach on what they told him. And that was out in the public. Hello? Hello? I'm sorry, my phone my my phone disconnected. Sorry about that, Ken. Ken, are you still there? No, I think Ken hung up. Yep, he did. Okay, well anyway, um uh, so that was Ken Rhodes. My phone disconnected, so I guess he, he, he dropped off as well. Um but we sure if you're still listening, Ken, we sure do thank you for stopping by. That was uh, very informative, and we were also worried. We were so worried about Ken. You know, the, the the news always shows the doom and gloom of everything, and they never quite tell the truth. We know that the news is controlled, so it's always best if we can get it from, you know, a person who is there, you know, a person that we trust who is in the middle of it all. So I really thank Ken. I'm going to check on him during the week. All righty. So I really, really, really need to get to this subject, you guys. Um, I see there are two people that want to speak, but I uh, had told myself that I really wanted to try to get to some of what people are requesting to talk about. So just bear with me because we have less than an hour, so I really want to try to get to some of this because there are real victims out there that really need our assistance in trying to understand some of the targeting, which we were all in that place at one time. And to be honest, there are still things that I don't understand about targeting. Um, And so if we can help someone to understand, because we have to remember that there are people who are just discovering that they are targeted. And so they're new to the community, and they're trying to learn some of the terminology and uh, just to get a a better understanding of things so that they can begin to, to move forward. So that's what I want to talk about right now. Hang on one second, you guys. Okay. So someone uh, requested that we just kind of talk about some of the jargon that we use in this community, some of the acronyms, some of the terminology, because she does not understand. And when she comes on the calls and she hears, people, you know, using different terminology, she has no idea, um, you know, what we're talking about and no one is really explaining. So I just wanted to kind of do that today. So overall, let me just explain, and, and hopefully this is not too scary or graphic for anyone, but for those of you who really don't understand that this whole thing, this targeting thing that we talk about, it is a program. I consider it to be a program that uh, that someone put our names on a list and entered us into this program. And some say that it is a domestic terrorist list, meaning that we are considered to be terrorists at home. 
in the U.S. Um, and for other people in their their country, because not everyone that's targeted is from the U.S. Because this is global, this is worldwide. I consider this to be part of eugenics. I consider this to be an assassination program, um, slow kill, fast kill for some, um, slow kill for others. So we just have to kind of figure out how to um, how to cope with what is going on, how to accept this as our reality, and I don't mean accept it as in lay down and take it because I definitely, absolutely believe in standing up for um, for ourselves and in fighting, um, but I believe that the first thing we have to do is cope with it. You have to be able to get through it or you won't be strong enough to fight. Um, and so part of that is doing your research, trying to understand what's going on. Um, as I said earlier in the call, iron sharpens iron, so get around some 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 strong people in the community that can help to educate you, that can help to encourage you. Also learn how to encourage yourself. That's going to be very important. Uh, putting the proper tools in place to kind of help yourself through this. Of course, prayer is always at the top of my list, um, having a relationship with God, meditating. There are different things you can do, and, and there are uh, many targeted individual calls that you can go to, not just this one, because each call offers something different. So uh, there are people who know a lot about the technology. There are people who um, know a lot about shielding. There are people who know a lot about voice to skull. So just, you know, kind of go to different calls and just see which one you benefit from the most, okay? And also, if you hear people on the call that you think you'd be interested in talking to outside of the call, try to get their telephone number. If they're on this call, you can send me an email, remind me of who that person was, and I'll see if I can get you guys in touch with each other. Because isolation is a huge piece of this. It's very important to be networked with other people. Okay, so that's just kind of a quick little overview. So... Some of the terms that you might hear in the community is voice to skull. That is one that confused me a lot um, in the beginning because I had no idea what that was. Um, so what basically what it is, and I'm not giving a definitive description, I'm just going to give, you know, my understanding because some of these things I do not experience, but I'm going to give my understanding. So the voice to skull, also known as V2K, is basically microwave energy or microwave signals that is transmitted um, to a person's head or to their brain. And uh, it's transmitted and people hear uh, voices or different sounds or it could be thoughts. Um, some people describe it as clearly hearing conversations, just like you're hearing this conversation. There are people who get the voice to skull who hear multiple people talking in their head. Um, I have heard that a lot of the conversation that is spoken into people's head is a lot of put-downs, where they will call them names, they will put them down, um, they will give them commands and tell them what to do. Uh, my suggestion is to never listen to those voices. 
because those people talking in your head, which is probably um, what is known, here's another terminology you might hear, is AI, artificial intelligence, which is a computer or a supercomputer, um, which is programmed to speak into somebody's head. Now, there are some people that said it's a real-life person on the other side of that. I don't know. I can't see how that would happen, being that there are so many victims of the V2K. I don't know how they would have all these millions of people doing that in real time. Possibility. I don't know. But um, this mimics schizophrenia, which now that I know what I know, I don't even believe schizophrenia is real. I believe that it is this harassment here, this voice-to-skull harassment. Um, So many people who experience this are told that they're crazy. They're not. It really happens. People really hear voices. Um, Again, I would suggest you never listen to those voices. Uh, A way to counteract that would probably be through, um, you could probably listen to music, I would think, that that would scatter the frequencies. You can uh, read the Bible. I heard reading the Bible really helps with that, or reading out loud. It doesn't even have to be the Bible. You could listen to different YouTube videos, different frequencies would help. What is that Schumann resonance? Let me find out which frequency that is. That would really help, I would think. Um, There are several different meditations I would think would help with that. And if anybody on this call gets the voices and if there's anything that works for you, that kind of lessens that, please let us know. It may help someone else. Okay, give me a minute. I'm going to pull up the Schumann resonance. Okay, so moving on from there, I'm going to give you guys the frequency for that Schumann resonance in just a second. Another thing that happens, another terminology you might hear in the community is tonight. You will hear people say they get tinnitus. I myself get tinnitus, and it can be very uncomfortable. It is a very high-pitched sound for me, um, a very high-pitched sound. And there's no, there doesn't have to be, like, any external sound present. So the room, in other words, the room could be totally quiet, but you hear this sound in your ear, and it can be very annoying it could be a ringing sound. It could be a clicking sound. It could be a doorbell. I've heard people say doorbell. It could be a hitting sound. It could be a roaring sound. Um, it could be a cricket sound. It could be a sound of dripping water. So there's different sounds that a person may hear that will probably fall under um, tinnitus. Tinnitus is also a medical condition. So, again, this is something that mimics, like, real life. But this is probably some kind of microwave energy. This can cause um, depression. All of these things that we're talking about today could cause depression, could cause anxiety, could um, affect your concentration, could make you moody. You have to be very careful. And the Schumann resonance, 
frequency also helps with the tinnitus. Let's see. I'm trying to pull it up on YouTube because that's where I get mine from. It's called Schumann Resonance, S-H, S, excuse me, S-C-H-U-M-A-N-N-R-E-S-O-N-A-N-C-E, excuse me, and it is 7.83 hertz. It's a binarial beat. It helps me. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pitch. It's a, a, a tone sound, and it helps me with the tinnitus. Most of the time I just suffer through it. But if it gets really bad, I will just put earbuds in, and uh, and I'll listen to that, and that helps. Also, wind chimes are said to help some people. And the thing about trying to counteract any of this, you're going to have to try different things that may work for you. And sometimes things may work for a while, but then they stop working. So you have to try to find something else. Okay, which brings me to shielding. Someone asked me what does shielding mean. Shielding is uh, basically a person trying to find any kind of material or any kind of objects to attempt to protect themselves from the directed energy. So people use things like Faraday cages, which I do know people who have built their own, and it's basically like an enclosement from what I understand. I've never had one like an enclosement that tries to kind of counteract some of the frequencies that's coming in to harm them. So people will build different things, sort of like a tent-like thing around their bed or other areas of their house. Um, So that's one way of shielding. Um, Even sunglasses can be shielding. I wear my sunglasses a lot, and that can be a form of shielding. Um, Baseball caps, because... Some people feel like they get hit on their head with different energies, and so they will put a baseball cap on. It might be lined with something, uh, some foil or something like that. A lot of people use aluminum foil. That would be considered shielding. People use magnets. I guess that might fall into the shielding area to try to counteract some of these attacks that, that people are getting. Okay. And you guys, if you have any shielding suggestions, please put them in the chat room or star eight where you can tell us uh, anything that may have worked for you. All right, we did the tinnitus. Mind control. Um, Mind control is what this is all about, is what this program is about. Someone somewhere identified something in you, something in me, that they did not consider desirable. So they figured, That person tells me too much truth. That person is not afraid of exposing. That person is a whistleblower. That person has a little bit too much light shining. So we need to change that. So they found an undesirable trait in you, in me, in all of the targets that they want to change. And so they set out to change it. So mind control can be described in many ways. But the bottom line is, it is to control your behavior. It is to change you. It is to compartmentalize you, to fragment you, to change you from the person who you are to the person that they want you to be. And they do that with all these different tactics that you see play out in your life. 
everything they do. If you're a person that gets all this police interaction, like I do, police constantly crossing your path, sirens everywhere, people following you, people harassing you, those are all mind control tactics. So when you hear people say mind control, mind control, those are all tactics that eventually will change a person's behavior. If you don't do something to counter it, it's going to change you uh, sooner rather than later. And I think if we're all being honest, no matter how strong we are, we all have changed some kind of way. Maybe being in this program has made you angry. Maybe it has made you resentful. Maybe it has made you withdrawn. Uh, Maybe you were once a very outgoing person, but you're not anymore. All of that's mind control. That means the mind control has been effective. Now, the way I see it, there are two kinds of mind control. There's a mass mind control going on in this whole world through television, through celebrityism is what I call it, through the churches, through sports, through all of that, okay, controlling the people's mind through the news, through magazines, and it goes on and on. Okay, that's, that is affecting every single person from the smallest infant all the way up, okay? That's one type of mind control. Then there is a personal attack, which is what we are experiencing. That's a whole different thing because now it's personal. It's on the person. It's like a whole army on one person, and that's what we're experiencing. And that is uh, not to compare the two, but that's like, wow. It's hard for all of us, you know, when we have all these people coming against one person. And and everything that these people are doing falls under mind control. They are carrying out mind control, brainwash, behavior modification, coercive persuasion, thought control, whatever you want to call it, different names, same thing. They're carrying it out on you, on me. So when I go to work and the people at work, do all the things they do, they're on the same mind control agenda against me. So when you go to your relative's house and your relative is involved in it and they start doing the tactics that the other perpetrators do to you, those are mind control tactics. And a lot of people don't understand that. They don't understand that when uh, these um, stalkers are following you, why they're doing that. That's mind control. That's conditioning. That's behavior modification. That's to uh, to make you paranoid, you know, to keep you in the house, to whatever their goal is for you, whatever the protocol is for you, These each individual is taking their part in that jigsaw puzzle to control you. And eventually it will be effective. And these people know by repetition, everything's done in repetition. This is why they don't stop. They keep doing it. They keep doing it. Even though it doesn't look like it's working on you, they keep doing it. Because eventually they're going to wear you out. And you're just going to say, you know, forget it. I'm I'm just going to stay in the house. Just not going to do it. I'm just going to give them what they want. And then they're successful. So it's really important to do something to take care of yourself to take care of yourself, you know, and it goes beyond these calls. 
you have to take care of yourself because they'll wear you in the ground. They will. Now, not everybody gets everything. Not everybody gets the same severity level. And everybody's threshold is different. Some people can handle a little more than others. Some people crumble real fast. And I would say that if you crumble real fast, then you need to be doing more to take care of yourself on a personal level. You have to take care of you. Because we don't want to turn on the news and you're one of those people that went and killed up everybody because you went over the edge. Or we don't want to hear about you killed yourself, you know. And we don't want anybody to turn into an angry person or to become very withdrawn. I became very withdrawn. I stayed in the house. I had a nervous breakdown. I was suicidal. I've been through all of that because of this program. So I personally don't want to see anybody go through what I went through because it's not it's not a good thing. Okay? Just trying to explain some of these um tactics and definitions for someone who requested this. We really cannot assume that everybody knows this stuff because there's new there are people who who are discovering they're targeted every day. Okay. Um organized stalking. I've kind of touched on that already. It's it's a group of people that are stalking you. And it is very organized. If you get to stalking, you know how organized it is. It is very organized. You can walk out your door and go up the block, and by the time you get up the block, there's 10 people, stalkers, waiting for you. So it's extremely organized, and there's differences of opinions on how they're actually organizing this the way they are. But I can tell you this, that your cell phone or your house phone is a, uh, a, two, a two-way speaker, basically. It's a two-way speaker. They can hear everything you're saying. So when you say, I'll be right back, I'm going to the store, guess what? They're going to meet you there because they heard what you just said. Even if you take your battery out, because the, the newer models of cell phones, they have hidden batteries in them that you can't remove. So they hear, and this, again, this is not to scare anyone. Someone requested that we kind of bring the new people up to speed. So that's what I'm doing. So I'm definitely not trying to scare anybody um, because paranoid, you know, they want us to be paranoid. Um, But you need to know. You need to know this. Now, some people say that there are hidden um, listening devices in the home and listening cameras. I didn't believe that at one time until I saw this uh, thing on TV, this show, it was called FBI Secrets, and they showed how they wait until you leave, they come into your house with a whole team of people, they mark the spots on the floor where your coffee table is, where your rug is, where your table is, everything, and then they move things around, they get the ladders, they they put in their devices, and then they go right back to those markings they had on the floor, make sure they put everything back in place, pack it up, and they leave. They showed how they can make a key out of a mold on your door within four or five seconds. Now, this was FBI secrets that I saw. So I believe it. I believe it 
there are targets all the time that say people come into their homes when they're not there. They don't necessarily steal anything. They move things around. They just want you to know that they were there. I believe that. So these things happen. Now, that statement takes me to gaslighting. Gaslighting is another term that you will probably hear. There's a movie, I think it was done in the 30s, and it's called Gaslight. Um, And you guys might want to check that out if you haven't seen it. It talks about how this husband tried to gaslight his wife, and that's where the term came from, from, uh, from the title of that movie. But he would move things around in the house, he would uh, plant his his watch and his belongings in her pocket and then say she stole it, and eventually she started questioning her own sanity. So that's what gaslighting is. It's also known as ambient abuse. And basically it's somebody playing mind tricks with you. And this program is a whole lot of mind tricks, a whole lot. So they basically are playing with your perception of reality, trying to make you question your own sanity. Or they're trying to make you appear to be a paranoid person. This could be a spouse doing this to you. This could be a relative, another relative. This could be a total stranger, um, a friend, or somebody who you think is a friend, you know, trying to gaslight you. Now, this used to happen to me a lot when I was newly targeted and did not know what a target was. I just knew something was happening. This used to happen to me in the community. So don't think that it's just a loved one or a friend that's doing this to you. So I'll tell you guys how they used to try to gaslight me. When I was going, you know, law enforcement has been on in on my targeting from day one. So I would go to clothing stores or any kind of store or the bank. It mainly would happen at clothing stores and the bank. And because they were trying to sensitize me to law enforcement, they would send in security guards into the store, and the security guards would follow me around the store because that's the smear campaign they have on me, and that's another thing. You guys need to know what the smear campaign is on you. Um, Mine is that I steal. This is the smear campaign. I don't steal, uh, but that's the smear, smear campaign they have on me. And so they like to have people follow me around the store. And that's been happening for years, so I'm used to it now. But they would have these security guards come in, and they would follow me all around the store um, to make me think that they were following me because they thought I was stealing. So, of course, that would make me upset. So I would get in line. I finally, you know, get everything I came for, and I would get in line, and the security guard would get in line behind me and he was, turns out he wasn't a security guard working at that store. He was a customer. So he would buy something, and then he'd leave. And so they would do this repeatedly to try to make me think, you know, this person is here, works at this store, and he's, he's, he's following me. But really, he was a customer, and he was a security guard somewhere else 9,000 miles away. So I got used to that. The same thing would happen in the bank. I'd go to the bank. Here comes a security guard. He acts like he's guarding the bank, but then all of a sudden he gets in line. So it's all just to to mess with your head and to mess with your perception, you know, um, and that happens a lot, especially when you're new because it can really make you paranoid. So just, just, just know that that does happen. 
Okay, and that's that's gaslighting. Uh, perpetrator, I have perpetrator written down here, but I think you guys know who that is. Um, these are people inside and outside the community, maybe even in your family, that are carrying out some kind of targeting tactic on you. Of course, we call them perps or perpetrators. Um, handlers, 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 how would you define a handler? Handler is basically someone there to, to manage you. And they also carry out targeting tactics on you. They can be in your life, a handler can be in your life uh, continuously. It could be a family member. It could be a friend. It could be a neighbor. It could be just about anybody. The person that's talking in your head, if you get the voices, that that's a handler. Um, but a handler can also be assigned to you for a very short period of time. Say, for instance, if you took a trip to go to a party somewhere, you know, maybe an hour away from your house or something, and you're just going to be at this party, they may assign someone at that party who you don't even know to be your handler for the evening. So that person just kind of introduces themselves and, 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 and brings up the small talk with you, and you have something in common, of course, because they already know about you. So they're going to make sure they have something in common with you, and they just kind of hang around you and stick with you for the whole party. You go to the bathroom, and they go to the bathroom with you. You go get a drink. They go get a drink. That person is your handler for the night. You may never see that person again, but that person was assigned to you for that period of time. So handlers come in many forms, but basically they are there to carry out the um, the tactics, the mind control tactics, the targeting tactics on you. They also um, manage your time, depending on, again, who it is and how long they're in your life. But they could be the person who discourages you when you say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go dancing. Oh, let's not do that. Let's Let's just chill tonight. Let's not, you know, it just depends. They definitely try to manage your time. And they definitely try to discourage you from a lot, from a lot of things that you would want to do. And there could be a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a spouse, a cousin, a aunt, a brother, a sister. Could be just about anybody. It's very important for these people to get someone in your circle, by the way. Very important. Very, very, very important. A little more challenging for the loner types because loner people don't really care about being in the company of other people as much as social people. So if you're a very sociable person, you will probably experience more um, handlers and more perpetrators in general because you're you're putting yourself out there more, more than... Uh, introverted people. Okay, so that's all I have written down for today. If you guys have any questions, I will try to answer them, or maybe someone else on the call can answer them. I want to make sure that I um, do this a couple more weeks, next week and a couple more weeks, because there's a whole lot uh, more definitions that I have. I actually have some on my website, too, a whole list of things. 
Um, but just to bring the, the new targets up to speed, I hope that this was helpful. One last thing I do want to mention is the street theater. You will probably hear street theater a lot in the community. And it's pretty much just as it sounds. The perps are pretty much given a script to perform around you, and it looks so natural. It, it is basically it is a harassment tactic um, that looks very natural to people who are not in on it. And a perfect example of that would be the fire trucks, um, the police cars with the sirens. People in the regular cars may think that, you know, there's really an emergency going on up ahead, but it's not. It was done to harass you. And that doesn't mean that every single fire truck that has an alarm or every single police car is harassing you. It doesn't mean that at all. But what it means is that it does happen to targets. It happens to me a lot. So, um, but it is street theater because it is not a real emergency. There's really no need for the sirens, but they're doing it to, you know, to harass the targeted person. And there are many other examples of street theater. You have people doing all these. I see it constantly at the grocery store. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, yeah. And then the community-based harassment is basically just as it sounds. It, it's the community harassing people. So I separate the stalking from the community-based harassment because I see it as two different things. I see the stalking as groups of people following me in, in cars, on foot, on bicycles, on skateboards, even helicopters. They do the helicopter harassing. Um, but then I see the community-based harassment as people actually doing these um, severe tactics. You know, again, it's different techniques that they use. It just depends. The whole community, well, I won't say the whole community. I won't say all of everything. But the community takes part in the harassing. And a lot of times you will see these dog walkers. You'll see the bicycle people. Um, I went to get my hair cut not long ago, and the lady actually elbowed me and said, excuse me. And then she hit me on my back and said, excuse me. So you deal with all of this. You know, it, it is it is it can be quite overwhelming. And that is another reason to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. Okay? All right, that's enough of me talking. We have about maybe 15 good minutes. Any questions or comments? I hope that was helpful for uh, the person who asked the question and for the new targets. I'll do it again next week. Hello. Hi, I was trying to get in on the, it's Alice. I'm 60 minutes tonight, and this was to do with your call today. They did half their program on a minister, ministers, and this one came from Africa, and I don't have all the details, but I came in the middle of it trying to set up money in organizations and organizations organizations or companies in this country, and he was doing an interview with lawyers, and it was about laundering money and how to buy organizations and send the money in out of the country and in out of the Congo and Africa without anybody finding out about it. And it was quite an interesting program. So if anybody wants to watch it, and they should, I guess, get online and try to find it. It's on 60 Minutes tonight. One of the reasons I mentioned money laundering, when I, and I, the second reason I came back on, I forgot to ask everybody to please call and help us get 
Catherine Von Roster out of the mental ward in Wyoming. The first day I called her weeks ago, she said, I know about the money laundering, I know about the gold, I know about this and that. Well, of course, as we all do, we think, oh, that's silly, you don't know what you're talking about. But apparently she did. And the other night, somebody came on and said that our ex-director had set up two accounts somewhere else. I don't know, one was in Brazil or Boca Raton somewhere, and the other one, I forget where they set it up. Someone came in on a call and told that. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm just repeating what I heard on a call. But if we can help Catherine, we should. It would be nice if people call and talk with the hospital administrator. All I know his name is Rick or Rich somebody. He's a new one, and I don't have his name yet. The number is 307-389-3436. Thank you. And I, has, I did call. I want you to know that I did call a couple of times last yeah, week. Yeah, she said you did. That, Thank you. I was told each time that she was in a group and she couldn't speak right now. And I called back and I was told the same thing. And then I asked for her social worker. They said she was gone for the day. So I was trying to answer What did they think she was, Rhonda? They said that she was um, in a group, like they were doing some group activity or something like that. Well, they do. They do that all day long, yeah. No, but what they were saying was that she couldn't come to the phone. Because she well, she cannot busy. come to the telephone if she's in a group meeting, no. Right. And they go over to another and, building and have that meeting, and then they bring them back on the bus. So sometimes they aren't even there. Yeah, so and, and I, I, will, I will try again. Okay, well, so I'm going to let some other speak, people speak because we only have like 10 minutes. Thank you. Okay. All right, thank you. Sorry, we're running short on time now. Sorry about that. All right. There was a question in the chat room. Thank you, Targeted and Harass. Targeted and Harass says, Renata, this information is so important to all of us. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what? I'm glad the person brought it up because we forget that, you know, we just assume that everybody uh, has been targeted for a long time, but some people really don't know this stuff. So I'm really glad the person brought it up and they know who they are. I don't want to say their name. Uh, let's see. Someone asked a question. Why, oh, uh, Mark Marmagda says, why do so many people participate in this? Um, I don't know the exact answer, but I can tell you the things that I've come up with over the years and things that I've heard. Some people feel forced into it because maybe they are an ex-convict um, and they got an early release from prison or something like that. People are bribed for different reasons. Um, I remember seeing a YouTube video where a guy said how his uh, garbage was um, surveilled. You know, the FBI or whoever, perpetrators, whoever, went through his trash can in the beginning of his targeting, and they found, you know, all of his, his personal business, They found, you know, his relatives and things. And another thing, when people come to visit a target, say you have friends and relatives come to visit you, they have community perpetrators because most of us have perpetrators living around us. I know I have plenty living around me. They will have them go and take down license plate numbers and things of the people who are visiting you. And then they will go and find out things about those people. 
And if those people have anything sketchy in they in their past or anything like that, they can easily um, bribe them into becoming involved. So a lot of times that's that's why people are involved as well because they're bribed. Um, I tend to think the majority of the people involved is because money is the motivator because they get their gift cards or they get and that's just the the boots on the ground lower level people. But not everybody just gets gift cards because as they work themselves up, um, they start to get, you know, money, cars, houses, or whatever. So I think there's different reasons why people are involved. Then you have your community watch people. You know, then you have your people who think that they are really doing something good for the world because they believe the smear campaign on you, that you are this criminal who's under investigation. So there's a lot of reasons, a lot of reasons. Okay, we probably have five good minutes. Hello, Massachusetts. Uh, Yes, could we get your um, website, please? Oh, I'm revamping it. Can I give it to you next week? It's not It's not even something I'm proud of right now because I just kind of let it go. And it's, <laughs> I, I will remind me next week, okay? okay? I have just let let it go. I've just let everything go. I'm, I'm going to try to get it back together. That's okay. We understand. We're glad you're yeah. here. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Do you have any questions or comments? Start eight, please. Renata, um, I wanted to share a little piece of um, cheerleading that I did for one TI that I appreciate it. She had to go to work, still has to go to work every day, puts up with horrible stalking and uh, job momming and everything else. And I told her, I'm going to tell the rest of you, expect weirdness to happen if you're getting stalked real bad. Every time you go out, just expect it. Hold your head high and be the best actress you've ever been in your life. Pretend you don't see any of it and be the friendly, most, friendliest, most outgoing, most normal person you can muster, especially if you have to do something. You know, it's an important thing to keep in mind no matter how much weirdness is going on around you, unless a car is coming at you, then, of course, get out of the way. But other than that, ignore it. It's a yes. game designed to freak you out, designed to just make you freaked out. So if you don't let it freak you out, if you ignore it and you're this wonderful, happy person who's going around saying hello to all your neighbors regardless of whatever snarl is on their face or whatever weirdness is going on, then you have won. Then it's not effective on you anymore. Right. That is so true. Thank you for that. Very true. And I want to add to that that um, there are general that some of the thank you Karen thank you very much some of the things that I just mentioned those are basic tactics that I believe are I believe are used on most people just general things from there um, the protocol is critiqued per person so in other words they feed off of your reactions they have people reporting back how you reacted to what they did. And as Karen was saying, if you just hold your head up and go about your business, you know, they won't have very much to go off of. They make your weaknesses their strength. So whatever bothers you, whatever's so near and dear to you, whatever you cherish the most, that's what they're coming after. You know, so you just go on with your life. I really encourage people to go on with your life. Don't become... Uh, a reclusive person who who is not going outside and getting fresh air, well, breathing in the chemtrails. Um, but you need to go on with your life. 
You know, don't let these people control you. That's how you take your power back. You go on and you do what it is you need to do for yourself. But they are definitely feeding off your reactions. And I think that that might be the difference. I'm not sure. But I think that might be the difference between the people who get more of the stalking kind of stuff and the people who get more of the electronic harassment kind of stuff, the sleep deprivation, the headaches, the you know, all of that kind of stuff. I think that is because the people who get the electronic, that's what you reacted the most to because I think they've tried everything on all of us. They've tried that on me. I don't pay attention to it. I, re, I, I sing my praise songs, and that, that's the end of that. So I think that whatever we react to, be it the directed energy the most, that's what they're going to give you. If you're constantly, oh, I couldn't sleep, and they hit me here and they hit me there, they're going to keep hitting you here and hitting you there because that is effective for you. For me, they know how I feel about, you know, the the people who abuse authority. They know how I feel about that. I don't think that's right, and I speak out about it. So naturally, they're going to give me more of that. Oh, she does not like the corrupt police, so we'll send more. You know, so it's whatever you um, uh, protest to the most. That's what they're going to give you. Let me see. We got a few more minutes, you guys. Hello? Hello? Okay. Hello? Hello, Renata? Hi. Hi. Can you... Can, did you unmute me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Um, I just wanted to real quickly thank you for all the information. It's it's nothing like hearing it again. I couldn't hear it enough because each time uh, you hear all the noise, train. Yeah. Okay. Who is this speaking? Anyway, I, I, that's all I wanted to say. And, um, wait, 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 wait. wait. Who's that speaking? Is that you, Hart? Hart, is that you speaking? It's Hart speaking, but someone... Okay, let, okay, let me use the other person. Hold on. Let's see if this helps. Okay, all right. Does that help? That does. Um, okay, good. Go right ahead. I was just wanting to say that each time I hear you speak on all of these protocols and give all these facts, Healing comes through that for me. It helps me, the validation, the continuing validation of how real this is and the factual basis of how it's undergirded and how it's being supported, all of that helps us. We can't have enough information on it. And so um, I just thank you for that. Thank you for your persistence, and thank you so much for doing your homework and everything that you bring to the table. The Lord is really using you. Don't ever, don't ever stop. He's using you. Be encouraged completely, seriously. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, you know what? Experience is the best teacher, (laughs) you know, and if nothing else, we have plenty of experience with this targeting stuff, you know, because we're all so heavily targeted, you know? And if people could understand that they really plan to do this to the world, we're the test subjects. We're the ones that they're saying, how, how, if we wanted to lock the planet down, 
What could we do? How do we condition people to accept all of this and it be in play even before we pull the trigger on world domination? It's all a part of the new world order. It really is. And it I is. think uh, I think we are being used to be witnesses of the truth and to help. And so I just thank God, and I won't take up all the time, but thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. No problem. You know, and I would say, you know, with all this um, mind control stuff that we're going through, resist it, you guys. Don't don't lay down and take this. Don't. Don't lay down and take it, you know, and find a way to stand up for yourself peacefully. You know, there are things that you can do. You can write. You can call. You know, whoever, your local officials, the the people in office, in the White House, find a way to peacefully fight this. We do not have to be victims. I will never, ever, ever, ever buy into the victim mentality. Yes, I am being victimized, but I'm not going to buy into that mentality because that mentality says there's no hope, there's no faith, it's over, this is the end. I don't buy into that. I'm going to fight to the end, and and I hope that everyone does. You know, find ways to shield to to shield yourself if you're um, experiencing any of the discomfort that comes with electronic harassment. You know, find ways to deal with the stalking and go on, but not to say, oh, I can't do this because I'm going to get stalked. I can't do that because I'm going to get harassed. No. No, go on with your life. You have a life to live. God gave it to you. They didn't. You know, and learn every lesson along the way and allow this not to break you but to make you, to make you into a stronger person because it can and it will. When you when you really get tired of these people bullying you, <laughs> you'll start to stand up and get stronger, you know, and help someone else along the way. That's what it's about. So, Hart, we have about less than five minutes. How was your trip? People missed you. They were asking about you. My trip was off the chain, and let me tell you, I really fought back because I fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> you fell in love, I, love, in love. I really, I really fought back. I fell in love. Okay. <laughs> Did you meet someone nice? I met a wonderful person. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it too bad, though. They may go after him. Let me shut up. But anyway. We're happy for you. We're happy. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you what I noticed, though, dynamic from from Atlanta to California. What I've noticed is that California has seemingly uh, a greater protocol. They use the urban-style stuff, like all the helicopters. Oh, my gosh. The helicopters and the um, um uh, airplanes, the small craft flying around just constantly, constantly. I noticed the fire trucks. Uh, I noticed uh, the the street theater on the trains and stuff is much greater because it's like they're using that protocol for the urban and the inner city type of, of measure. So I noticed a lot of that. Uh, the people drive like they're really ticked off, but I really feel that there's more weaponry coming down on the people in that in that state. Uh, the children are fighting in school more because it seems like there's more energy hitting them. And I, I, it, it is what it is. It, they plan to mind control the planet and have everybody crazy. And, and yeah. every people are walking out in front of cars out there. 
I see all of that continuously. Um, just uh, in the store, you know, um, just just everybody's on edge. Everything, and it's not it's not just something new. This this is something that's planned. This is controlled and planned, and I see it. Yes, um, California is really bad, really bad with the stocking. Um, D, I, I muted you. Yeah, I know. I was waiting for ma'am to finish because what she was saying is very true. It's everything that I see here in Brooklyn, New York. And, um, you know, on that note, Renata, I just want to thank you because, you know, you, you brighten up my weekend. I look forward to your call all week. Oh, thank you, dude. Thank you. I didn't, especially because um, what ma'am just said, and I'm going to admit it under God and from all of y'all because last night I made an ass of myself on a city bus. Almost getting ready to fight with this bus driver because I thought he was targeting me on the bus. And, okay, don't um, we, pass because I don't want it to cut out. All I know the we I had a misunderstanding. We had a misunderstanding, but I was able to diffuse it and apologize, and we were cool afterwards. So, yeah. like you say, not all, not everybody's targeting you, but they do get you to a point where you want to react, and you can't. You got to take the higher road, no matter what. But Renata. Thank you so much, and thank you, everybody that shared and contributed on this call. You did it. Yo, I, I, I look forward to what everybody blessed us to say. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Sister Renata. So New York, I unmuted you. Yes, go ahead. Sister Renata, I'm from Brooklyn, too, so I echo that, that brother's sentiment. But I wanted to say to you that um, it's time for you to start your own organization. you got to follow it. It's time, sister. And you can weed out. You can you can you can weed out the dissenters and the people that are not for you. We need you. It's time. The other thing I wanted to ask is is um if you have anything else for for us to watch this week because your your first pick was crazy. Yeah. Oh. Do you? Um, I love it. I, I love this week. I gave you guys the list last week. I gave you the movie. Yeah, yeah, but you. I don't think you can top this one. Person of interest, you can't top that. I'm still watching I'm the episodes. Dennis is talking about last week. I mentioned person of interest. Watch person of interest. Episode.